No action now. No now. No now. No now. Action. Now. Action. Steve is still Steve is still polishing his camera. Steve, I've got loads of questions about this, but let's not go yeah. over there. You've got to keep your camera polished, you know. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Good evening, everybody. I think I'm the one who gets to say action, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say action. Excuse me. Gesundheit. Gesundheit. It's not COVID. So, what a year, people. What a year. What a year, for sure. Yeah. Next. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah, next. <laughs> let's uh, let's celebrate. Uh, we can say goodbye to uh, 2020, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, let's, every, yeah, let's just in, do this as normal and introduce everybody. Uh, to my right, and if I'm, uh, yeah, there. <laughs> <Without me>. <laughs> <laughs> Berlin and uh, Lady Starlight, welcome. Hello. Joining us from Berlin. Thank you for having me. Looking really nice, nicely mm-hmm. lighted over there. Oh, wait. Not yet. Oh. <laughs> <Woo>! oh. <laughs> when it gets, when it gets crazy, that's what's going to happen. Is that, is that a Christmas tree vibe or what is that? No, normal I wish. Studio atmo? It's, I have these, like, you know, those light, just the regular light bulbs that you can change everything. So yeah, it's yeah. really great. Like, especially since, you know, doing all these live uh, streams. So you suddenly have to turn your studio into like a, you know, a recording, you know, a video shoot, a video set. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me get these lights. So it's very cost effective instead of yeah. getting like a special light. So, but now I can't figure out how to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it would be, it would be nice if you could uh, sync the, sync the rate of the flash okay, to something. Yeah, like, yeah uh, MIDI, MIDI. Yeah. TV, yeah. <laughs> Midify it, boom. Yeah, they should yeah, design this with the mobile phone. Yeah, totally. There you go. That would be super fancy. When you answer the question about the sinking, maybe we'll all find out. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, there is something. But is he going to answer it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, actually, I was planning on uh, on on spilling the uh, the information around that. So, um, <laughs> how do they think? Yes, <laughs> I think some people have guessed some of some parts of it, but nobody guessed the whole thing. But let's talk about it when we have introduced <laughs> everybody <laughs> uh, to Lady Starlight. Right, uh, we have our friend Luke Slater. What's up, Luke? Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> good to be here. Very good second. Good to be alive. Second, second place for uh, the best background tonight, I guess. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is England calling the EU. England calling the EU. <laughs> You're not allowed in. You're not allowed in. It must cost a lot of money. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but cheers anyway. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Cheers. How's, how's your Dutch going? How's your Dutch going, Luke? Uh, it's going. Uh, as good as the Brexit deal, or <laughs> it's going uh, quit so. Quit so. Oh wow! Impressive. Hey. Impressive. Can I hear the G hey. again? <laughs> I beg your pardon. Can I hear the G again of quit so? Quit so. 
Oh, it's a, so, it's a soft G. Welcome in my camp. It's a soft G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soft G. yeah, yeah. Am I going south? Yeah, fantastic. I love yeah, it. Yeah, well, I love yeah. it. I love yeah, well, Heidi's from the south, isn't she? Uh-huh. So. Oh, is she? Oh, wicked. Yeah. Where's she from? Yeah. Uh, Brabant. Okay, well, that needs a bit Nidembos. of work, Luke. Brabant. <laughs> so, yeah, see. So, Joachim, how would how would you say "hutso"? Hutso. Hutso. That sounds the same. Hutso. Yeah. Hutso. Yeah. 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 Tough audience here, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's it on the Dutch. Well done. Well done. Thank you. More than nothing. Let's welcome the other guest, Steffi, who's joining us from Portugal with uh, the most minimalistic background from all. Yeah, I'm I'm very sorry. I'm all box top, so we're in transit. (laughs) It's going to look amazing, but it's um, all. It looks great now. It's very very simple. And I like your haircut. (laughs) Or is is that your headphones? Yeah. Leia. Leia, yeah. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Not bad. It's almost metro- it's almost metropolis actually. I have yeah. To say. yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean it gives yeah. it's at least we have a topic if we don't know what to talk about, yeah. right? Okay. So it's metropolis, uh yeah. <laughs> okay, keep the notes, uh, Luke, while I introduce... Uh, I'm doing uh, it, man. Yeah, while I introduce Steve Rothmutt wearing store uniform clothing. Hey, Steve. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, Fancy. Joining from Amsterdam, right? Again. I hope. Steve? Johnny from Amsterdam. Good to have you back. Hey, say hello. <laughs> Sergio is uh, coming, coming, uh, saying hello. Thirty drop. Robin is here. Robin Kopschoor. Hey, hey, Robin. Hey there. Uh, what's up, Robin? You uh, all, uh, all is well. Just uh, working on stuff and uh, from the picturesque uh, lady stuff. <laughs> yeah, I saw you at some yesterday somewhere. So uh, yeah, all uh, all is well here. Nice. All it's going to be well. a challenge uh, not to be not to mute each other while we are we are talking, but it's it's going to be a nice mayhem. <laughs> I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, for um, sure. All right. So next guests, uh, Fritz ah. Schneider joining us from the cutting room. Hey, Fritz, what's up? Hey there. Hi. I'm all right. So uh, <laughs> sitting down in a place I. Well, I know quite well, so yeah, it's okay here. It's quite cozy, you know, like be alone. I like it, you know, like I'm never alone basically, but that's another story. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy to hear your, your real voice, uh, by the way, for once now. What did you say? That I'm happy to hear your real voice now. Yeah, no, 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 no. but it changed by the mood, you know. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, uh, Sander. Yeah, Sander. Our, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sander and Fritz, both both um, store team uh, members. Uh, yeah, Sander is already waving in, in the back somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> behind me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Over there. <laughs> yeah. Good evening. <laughs> nice to see you on camera, Sander. Once for once f- for this time. Yeah. Rare occasion. Yeah. 
Yeah. Say something. <laughs> what should I say? How are you all doing? <laughs> what are we going to talk about? I don't know. I see uh, a lot of people me. saying hi to me. So, yeah. hi people. Okay. Well, there yeah. you go. It's look like you're in a submarine or something with this red light. Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> what are we going, going to start? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, Somebody asked us a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's yeah, get some help from the, from to, the, the to the panel here. The question for the panel here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's only going to be a question tonight, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> According to the random to the social media, yeah. we were going to talk about illegal fireworks and Oli Bola. So yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> Oli Bola. We cannot talk about it and not eat them at the same time. I'm sorry. It's yeah, illegal. Are there any olibola in Portugal? Steph? Oh, I wish no. <laughs> yeah, well, there's all, there's all kinds of sweet fried stuff, so we, uh, there must be something um, similar. When well, we, uh, you have, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna find that tomorrow. I'm gonna do my it's first. Just, uh, isn't it? It is just fried dough, isn't mm. it? It's not nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it just like a huge? You know, when I've analysed it, it's just a, a ball a ball donut soaked in fat. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like that is the reason why I all eat my fireworks and I exploded my Odie ball. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, it's allowed. Oh, there you that's, go. That's, that's, where, that's where your weird voice comes from. In the right, yeah. yeah. That's what it does to you. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well done. <laughs> right. Well, that's uh, Oli Ball and fireworks uh, checked off the list. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go to see what everybody's drinking. Um, Colleen is having a sip from what? <laughs> We're going DJs and beers now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no more weirdos and wines. Yeah, yeah nice beer. Weird, weirdos and wines. There we yeah. go. Coffee <laughs> there and beers and wines. Okay, later on. And I have a very spicy drink I wish I had wine. Hey, John's here as well. Hey, John. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Dutch party words. Yeah, I'll be a Dutch party. Oh, wow. oh, that's a great. Hi, John. That's a great question. Thank hey, you. John. Oh, <laughs> how you doing, <laughs> buddy? <laughs> also known as my personal vote dancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a very, very, very good vote dancer. I don't know yeah, if I'm allowed to yeah. say it. But. Yeah. <laughs> good dancer, John. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, if you want to join us, uh, just yeah. uh, have your laptop ready. Yeah, have your laptop ready, and uh, and uh, we'll send you the link. Yeah, John, <laughs> yeah. get on. No, no, I'll get you on. John. He's about, in the uh, next room. <laughs> yeah. Is he? I'm always what concerned about. Uh, I always like symmetry with four people. Now we have. Um, uh, yes, eight, and it it sounds like a symmetrical number, but on screen, of course, it's uh, it, uh, it doesn't. We need well, we one extra a, person to we make have a the problem, though, because Mike is also up, so we would have to get rid of the symmetry then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have to. Uh, yeah, if Mike or John or whoever is in there wants to join, just send us a message somewhere, and we'll get it in. Uh, uh, I'm already getting them in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so we can do a one. One screen is to rotate people in and out, like ah, a roulette, carousel, yeah. carousel, yeah. carousel. Uh, mystery yeah. guests, or like the Brady Bunch. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can we can sort of uh, push one everybody over like this. <laughs> but I'm still wondering, what is a Dutch party? A Dutch party? party? Yeah. Dutch party words. Yeah, yeah, but no. It, it, in fact, a Dutch party. What is that? I know there are words on a Dutch party, but what is a Dutch party? I don't know. One with Olibol, I guess. Yeah. Carnival. Carnival. No idea. Yeah. Carnival can be. Carnival, yeah. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that one from the beginning. From wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people, can you fit on the screen? I think StreamYard, that's the thing we use. Mike. We can have, we can have 10? Yeah, 10 is we the We can max. have 10 people in here and 10 on the screen, Max. Okay. Unless we move people <laughs> so to sit next to each other, then we can have first. more. <laughs> I Are you trying to invite someone else just to... So it's fits so we in have some the, uh, yeah. 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 what an invitation yeah <laughs> would, would you like to come on because we got a square missing <laughs> because I'm, I'm OCD and it doesn't fit <laughs> but I was actually in reality I was thinking the same thing I was like oh it's, it's off <laughs> so the for my part, this is all deep fake. <laughs> <laughs> Today's discussion be. will be symmetry, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So this is the this is the last days, the last days, isn't it? Of of for twenty twenty, yeah. Of yeah. Oh, isn't anything that never happened before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. the last day of a new era, right? The last day of the year that wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> the year that wasn't exactly. <laughs> or the year that was. <laughs> yeah. <Nah. laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. As well, in a way. Yeah. It means over. But it isn't. That's very scratchy uh, on the mic. Yeah. Somebody's like. Beatboxing. Beatboxing. I don't know. Maybe it's this guy. It's Fritz. It's Fritz. It's Fritz. Hey, John. Hey. hey. John Aston. Okay. from the corner. What's hey. What's up, everybody? Yeah. That's better. Everyone fits in now, oh. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, oh, <laughs> Where's yes. Malcolm McLaren? Boom. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh -huh. Malcolm yeah. McLaren. Not Madonna. Not Madonna for the people who didn't know. No. no. Do one again. Do one again. She stole it. She stole it. She stole it, man. She stole it. <laughs> if if we're satisfied, we all are, right? Okay, we got the symmetry uh, symmetry worked out now. So mm. now we have to get the uh, topics worked out. What should be? <laughs> John, coming to the rescue. What should be? John, coming to the rescue. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, John, <laughs> go in with me. Hello, hello. Yeah, I got John. the double audio for a second there with the YouTube video still playing in the background. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you turned on the delay machine. Oh, that's that's something I did. <laughs> hello. Awesome. We could start with this horrible question. 
Wow. At least I personally always hate this question. <laughs> well, then, then you, you answer it. Then I'll answer it first. I don't have any, to be honest. I never do New Year's resolutions. But um, I guess I'll get a vaccine in 2021. <laughs> that might be a good resolution. I don't know. Anybody here with a really strong being against it? New Year's fighting. resolution. <laughs> okay. Yeah, do some gigs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah number one. Okay, be in so front, you, you know, be with people yeah, out there. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. There's not much of a resolution, Luke, is it? It's not in your hands. <laughs> we want to know something that's in your hands that you're going to. You're going to do... Well, that I can manipulate into... Yeah, exactly. exactly. You have any influence yeah. on, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know that doesn't really work for me on New Year's resolutions. I, I find there's too much pressure on the change of the year. Mm. I normally leave, leave it till about June when, the, <laughs> when I'm less expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> so much pressure to do something for the new year, isn't there? Yeah, it's true. You know. I completely agree. Just slip it in there when no one's looking. <laughs> yeah. Wait for the holiday yeah. rush to be over. Yeah. <laughs> the crowds are thinned down a little bit. Where did you know. to do it? Too, you know, like in June. No, I think I'm going to do this thing. Oh, I had this resolution. Oh, I just, I've just done that. Okay, that's that's great. Done. Check. Yeah. <laughs> like a secret one. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Steve? You got anything, anything yeah. planned for the next year? Yeah. <laughs> Cleaning camera. I was still working on it, but I think it's too <laughs> strong. Yeah, my resolution is to leave 2020 far behind. That's the only one I have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think this is a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. Yeah, that's Perfect. really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as, as sucky as the year was, um, a lot of really interesting things happened as well, you know? I mean, that is true. I would Very never have thought that I would be with my mug on some video stream. Yeah. <laughs> 36 times this but year. As it, as it turns out, you know, it's, uh, it, it's been sort of the only option really to keep in touch with, uh, with friends and colleagues yeah. and stuff. So it's been, it's been good, you know? So, um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll definitely continue this even... Oh when things go sort of back to a little bit more normal at some point. Well, this is an interesting question. Can you guys? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what what kind try. of wave do you call in? A sine wave, a square wave, a pulse wave? <laughs> the wave. Sine wave. Sine yeah, yeah, wave. yeah, like, 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 yeah. yeah, the wave. Never, never mind, never mind. Yeah, Maybe. you have to start. Yeah, yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm up yeah. for it. Let's do yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, come on, one. Well, we need to go. Hey! <laughs> pass it to me, yo. yo pass it to me. <laughs> hey, <come in. laughs> yeah, there you go. There I was going the wrong way. We fell off. Oh, the side. That's yeah, mirrors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was bad. So it's more difficult than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say we didn't try. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's about a gesture. <laughs> so what about yeah, it's it? yeah. <laughs> There you go. We knew this was good. Well, I, I, yeah, exactly. I started out with these, but they weren't working. They were giving feedback. So I pulled out the 
studio headphones because my Sennheiser ones are broken and these are we just found out on camera how big these are uh-huh. but but they're really nice they're really really nice like you kind of just a little bit of a tech thing before we start to go back to being silly basically the uh, these all these headphones they're really like a one-on-one um situation when you ha- when you have to be in a studio but you don't have access to proper monitors so that's why I decided to get these. <laughs> but there's no particular reason why I'm wearing them now. It's just because of the airport's not working. Do they work? And it looks what? good. The no, it looks ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they look good, Steph, actually. To be, yeah, I, I, I think it looks yeah. good. I'm a big fan of, of huge headphones. Yeah. It makes my head look small, which is something I need, you know. Yeah. So it's not bad. No, it's not. It's not, not all bad. Got a thick head. They look about as serious as headphones get. They actually look like the headphones emoji that have the. Yeah, 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 totally. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if I do this. (laughs) (laughs) No. But uh, do you do you really hear a lot of difference with um, cheaper headphones? (laughs) Compared to. (laughs) (laughs) There's a name change. Who's fucking with my screen? No, no, seriously, in, 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 like, just, just explain a little bit, like, when, when I first moved to Portugal, and I was still living in Berlin, we, we didn't really have a good studio here, we're now building a new one, which is quite exciting, so I took these to be able to work when, when I was being in Portugal, and traveling up and down, so this was, the, was a good solution to get us close to a proper mo- monitor or listening system. To be able to at least do some do some work, so yeah, they're really they're worth do you, do you, it. Can you trust headphones? Personally, I can't. But I can't. I know, I know I, some people can. They, no, they I can't. Them. But when I got these, I was like, "Wow, that's that's pretty impressive." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But apart from the frequencies that I'm missing, maybe anything is impressive. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not really good my situation unfortunately but yeah no they're, they're they're really really wonderful yeah so it was and I, it's not that somebody you know pushed them in my hands and go, you gotta get these because it's fancy and blah no i just tried it out and it was really worth my while really comfortable to work with so but i didn't expect them to wear tonight but at least we already made a bridge of 10 minutes talking about my headphones so <laughs> It's, it's, a good, it's a bit of good, um, good, you know, commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good link into the next topic. Yeah, exactly. Which, Which uh, is the major question that everyone's wondering about, isn't it? Yeah. And that is... Right, Jochem? <laughs> oh, you mean uh, the sync? How do they sync? What's your skincare routine, Jochem? Okay, well, I guess um, yeah. some people have been guessing parts of it. So, uh, you know, and, and we've come up with uh, really uh, funny, stupid, uh, childish names to uh, sort of um, distract people from the actual technology that is involved. But um, it's really simple. So basically... Um, <laughs> it's really simple. No one. No, it's uh, it's simple, but it, it, there is a, there are a few extra steps that that um, are involved. In why people didn't guess what what it was, but basically the heart of it is uh, Reaper. Uh, Reaper has this uh, is a doll, and it comes with a plugin called uh, Ninjam. Just a second. And, 
and that's that's basically what uh, what we use to take care of the latency problem because everybody yeah. is basically asking about how do they sync but the sync is not the issue it's the it's sync would never be an issue uh, you can just play stuff at the same time as long as you um can hear the other person's audio you can sync to it you know because the, if you have two sides yeah um you know the side where the stream feed is coming from needs to be in sync that's basically all it is but um in jam works um by taking care of the latency by delaying the signal to both sides by two bars and now in any repetitive music two bars isn't that much you know so um, audio I'm sending to the person I'm jamming with is arriving there two bars later and the other way around. But um, if you do a change in the music, um, it basically is real time where you are, but it's two bars later at the, the other end, you know, and it's vice versa. And funnily enough, with, with the stuff, the sort of stuff that you um, do, like, you know, repetitive electronic music, um, it's not really that much of an issue. And I, no, I can... I can ask Robin or Luke who've been doing these jams with me and it's pretty much like after 10 minutes you are not even thinking about mm. that you're not in the same room, you know? Mm. Um, right? I mean, it wasn't that difficult. Yeah. Some things were unexpected, but um, not to the point where it becomes uh, incoherent or anything, you know? It just keeps looping and looping and things evolve slowly. So it's... Um, um, yeah, it's a bit less uh, immediate in terms of uh, dropping something like on a certain moment. But um, yeah, you just sort of go along with the other person and just listen really well to what the other person does and they kind of complement each other. That's that's how it feels. Yeah. Mm. In my yeah. case, to yeah. me anyway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, I think jam is the important word to the, the concept of jamming in that situation really works well because you're not really trying to arrange anything in particular. Mm -hmm. you're, you're trying to feed all the time off what's going on. Um, yeah. And I thought syncing up in that way worked really well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and actually uh, the syncing to come back to that. Um, so Mike, Mike, constant, is asking how do you, you know, how do you mix it question. together? But basically yeah. the mixing is done in the plugin. So you have this plugin which connects to a server that both, uh, clients, Ninjam clients are connected to, and that's where the the latency thing um, is taken care of. Plus, uh, the audio is being is summed there, so uh, yeah. you're basically both listening to the to whatever happens in Ninjam. That's the two signals combined. And uh, if you set the levels right in in the plugin, if you have the same levels there, like monitoring level and uh, local level and master level, if you've set everything at the same um, levels, basically, then uh, you basically hear the same thing on both it's sides. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you hear everything uh, perfectly. You're listening to the same stream, basically. Um, but then there is an extra... Yeah, so this, there is this extra thing we had to do because Ninjam uh, has some presets for servers you can log into, and um, those are public. So <laughs> it wouldn't work if we would use one of those servers because... Uh, other people might just just jump in and, and start like joining. Join. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's because actually quite fun, no? It, is, yeah, it can be. It no, can no, be. you got to get. It's like blind dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, a dark yeah. room, a musical yeah. dark room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do one with you then, Mr. P. And you can. Yeah, sure. Dark room server. 
Uh, Bring it like on. Dog room. Studio chat room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an it's an idea, but I mean, for for the yeah, it's it's too unexpected, I guess. You know, if if you just go there, go go to Ninjam, log into one of these servers, and then you'll, I promise you, you don't. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> <enjoy it. laughs> uh, anyway, but um, so and then there's the so that's the an extra step we have to, have to take. So we have uh, help from our friend uh, Michiel Streamnerd. Uh, in Eindhoven, and he lets he helped us setting up the server, and he, we're using his server space actually to run it, um, which is great. Uh, I mean, you could do it yourself, but it takes um, a lot of things. You have to open ports on your on your router, and the the whole configuration takes place in the text file. If you want make one typo, the whole thing doesn't work. So, you know, it's basically if you have a friend who is good in these things, uh, <laughs> then then it's it's better to have it set up by by somebody who knows what he's doing. Mm. And then um, there is one extra step that I take on my side, which is not looped back to the person I'm jamming with, which is that I split the signal that is coming out of uh, NinJam, so the combined signal of both parties who are jamming, and I run it through uh, an extra channel on, on another mixer, which is basically connected to the input device that goes to the stream. And I have basically the power... Uh, to cut the bass and to do some effects like DJ style. I don't really use that very often, but it does make a difference in making the whole thing more dynamic. Only yeah. that part, that last last uh, audio treatment, cannot be looped back to the to the to the person who is on the other side. So basically, that's something I only hear. And um, uh, but again, you know, I'm not using it all over the place, so it's never really a big surprise, mm. uh, or it doesn't really sort of uh, mess up the jam, you know. Uh, but it does sound better in the end. So that's the whole story. It's, uh, it's a pretty simple thing. But it was mm. fun that everybody was, uh, like, uh, guessing the whole time. And we came up with names, you know, like, I don't know what. Uh, oh, fruit. Uh, no, fruit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mango Tether. Mango Tether, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was, like, great, you know. And even that people start to, like, um, let's say, uh, and, yeah, going to look for it, you know, on the Internet. It was just fun. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they really There's did. never been as no, many people true. Googling okay. Mango Tether. As in the last few weeks, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I guess if that explains it to to everybody, if somebody, if and maybe we'll do a little video on it some sometime and make the yeah. The set of I, 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 I was going to ask, like, can I look at? Can, can we look it up somewhere, or did you did you uh, is well? You can yeah. You can, no, no. You can just download. You can just download uh, Reaper. Um, and it, no, I mean your session because uh, you, you did a session with it as well, didn't you? Like oh, you mean you mean the the actual sets? Yeah, they're on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Thunder yeah. link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> link. YouTube.com/slash/storelab. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so oh yeah, and then the syncing, of course. Um, that is, like I said, it's not an issue. And what I can hear coming in from the person that I'm jamming with, I'll just uh, use my Octatrack uh, unsynced and, and uh, just by, on its own clock, and I sync to it manually. Mm -hmm. So like I do with, uh, with my live sets, you know, it's, uh, if, if I use the Octatrack, I, I like it when it runs on its own clock, so I can push and pull the, 
the tempo, you know, there's a, sometimes there's a bit of friction, but it's fine. So <laughs> the, the funny thing is everybody was asking how we synced and that's, you know, just <laughs> old style DJ and work, you know, that's, <laughs> um, and, but you could do it. You could put the, uh, you know, Reaper, uh, you could use, re use Reaper on, on both sides as a, as a master clock. Actually yeah. in, in, in Robin, the, the, the one that did with Robin, we, we used Reaper as a master clock, but I found it more unreliable than just to, to do it by hand, you know, because the, mm -hmm. yeah, the, if something starts to run it's, out, you know, you have to restart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that is just more messy than, than just to, you know, nudge it and keep it in sync by hand. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's easy mm -hmm. if you, if you can sync by hand, but it's not, not a big issue if you, um, if you DJ, I guess. No, true. So let's do one, Steffi. <laughs> huh? Let's do one. Let's do one together. Yeah, I'm, 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 my head is going like bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I'm set up, I'm, 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 I'm all uh, ready for this. It so, sounds amazing. I, I did. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't informed it's about really, this. Really, really nice to do. Okay. Yeah. How does uh, next Sunday sound? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'll tune in. Go on, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge. No, I'm up for it. But um, all I have is a piano now and a lot of dust. They'll be so good. Yeah, that I have to less worry about syncing then. Yeah, true though. Yeah, I have to wait for you. Wait for some proper windows to uh, to arrive, and it's just Portugal, so everything is uh, amanhã, amanhã. Uh, so it takes it takes a little bit of time. Okay. Well, not, you know, not I mean, that a little off off topic. I it, it like to get carpet, but well, is something that hardly exists here because we all have tile floors here because of the climate, and um, it's just a thing, you know. And I want carpet in this studio, and this is a mission for the last four weeks to get proper carpet in my studio okay. and now I found something and they said like oh no 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 we don't have it on the roll that takes like four weeks to arrive I'm like wow okay <laughs> so yeah. if you're ever if you're ever too hasty in your life you just have to move away from <laughs> western Europe and then you have to wait for literally yeah. everything so Car carpet is, is is definitely a weird concept in spain and portugal <laughs> was yeah. Yeah. oh yeah somebody says like i don't have the proper portuguese context well let me tell you this i need a roll that is bigger than four meters long so the okay. standard well, roll of because, carpet maybe, uh, maybe four, i need five <laughs> well, do you want me Please. to pop up north to the uh you know to the manufacturers of Woven textiles. If you, if you, if you, if you, if you nice mind, English tweed. Yeah, 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 yeah. not mind. I would appreciate that look. You know, okay, if, you, if you could do that. Like, yeah, would be, I'm, I'm not allowed out, nice. but uh, you know, that's all right. That's yeah. all right. We'll ship it. Let it. Let we'll ship it. You know, yeah, I'll give him a ring. Oh, that would be really, that would be really good. Thanks. Yeah, See? like that the pile that high, so you can you, know, you can hide a kitten in it. <laughs> No, but seriously, it, it's like um, it's 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 challenging. Hmm. Technical question. Well, yeah. Uh, let's talk more disco uh, as a question. Um, if you're reacting to by adjusting the clock and there's always a bit behind, does it mean that the other person can never fully be in sync? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. The thing is. Uh, okay, so on, on my on my side, I just get an audio stream, 
um, and it doesn't really matter where it is in the f- in in the phase or how delayed it is. You know, um, I just sync to it, sync to it by hand. So it's uh, this the syncing is 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 um, dealt with by hand, and uh, because because I'm playing at the same speed, the other person is getting the, the signal delayed by two bars from me. So, so it's then it's cool going to take it again. Yeah, it's true though that that um, if you if you have two local sources and sync by hand, the change in in the, how the phase is between the two sources is immediate. But if you getting a signal from no, another person, what which is two bars behind, and sync to that, there is a bit of a de- delay in the reaction of how um, how the phase sort of gets on the grid. Um, so, but I mean, that's just a minor thing, you know. It's uh, and it's never really f- more than a few milliseconds out of sync, you know, uh, unless yeah. I fucked up. But it really happened so far. But so no, both people exactly hear the same thing. You hear each other's signal delayed by two bars. That's basically all. All it is, and the yeah. sync is really no issue. That's just the DJ thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So we have an yeah. actual gear-related question. What? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's another thing. So Split Riddick says, the other person oh, yeah. is recording, you <laughs> sync up to? No, it's really live. So we're both oh, doing yeah, it at the same it, time. It's, it's all done in real time, yeah. Yeah. So it's there's it's a real jam, like you would be in the same room. It's only The, the only difference is two bars. Um <laughs> <laughs> I just I mean, sorry, no, but this is a good question, right? <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> Come on. I, I can confirm it's natural, guys. <laughs> oh, but that, that gives me another question. How come you confirm this? Oh, don't worry, I can confirm it as well. Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, there, there's some grey hair in there, but it doesn't show on the camera. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> Let's see. So, did we uh, explain everything to everybody's satisfaction about the uh, the sink? I- I think the, more more or less. But if people have questions, then uh, bring it on. You know. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing as good as the real thing. But because you know, the one uh, Steve and I did, and Luke and I did here locally, um, you know, that's that is a different thing, right? I mean, if you you feel the energy of the the other person in the room, yeah, and it, yeah. Um, yeah. it's more. Um, it's more real, <laughs> but you know it doesn't really make that much of a difference musically because you you know you just respond to whatever you hear. The you other to hear yeah. yeah, but it does have a, it does make a difference to have a, a real person uh, to work with in the room, you know. But it's quite impressive how 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 um, technology and um, and no technology in general jumped on the whole new situation of a lockdown in a positive sense you know like mm. i think that's a, that yeah. is a there's a massive massive positive outcome yeah true um, if you if you mm. for for a second eliminate the you know financial trouble of people and all that kind of stuff i mean that people start to get really creative because the 
there's a limitation in all our possibilities, you know, when it comes down to collaborating and all that kind of stuff. And you could see that people, there were either people moaning about how bad the situation was. And there was a a camp of people that were like, hey, let's do this and let's do that. I mean, Joachim, you're an example with the the knob twiddlers. But not only this, like there were a lot of people trying to push the boundaries and move forward within the, in the limitation, I, f- I think that's a very positive thing, to be honest. You know, yeah. it's also a way to deal with yeah. um, grief of of a, of a horrible situation. Yeah, you know, saw yeah. some meme that, that was saying something like, "Could you imagine if this pandemic had hit in 2003 and everyone only had the choice of playing Snake on their Nokia phone?" Yeah, yeah, it's true though. that's a really good point. I mean, that would have been absolutely terrible. Yeah, we have a lot of technology now to link up and communicate and jam yeah. live in remote locations. That's totally, totally. Mm. If you were, ask somebody who was in the Second World War, would look at you going like, "I have a friend. She's eighty-two. She's going like, people are com- comparing this to a war. They have no idea. I'm like, no, I, I, I completely understand. You know, like this is a generation. I mean, this of, of course this slows us down, but at the same time." There's there's new initiatives that there's so many have been born. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a silver it's a silver lining, you know. In the end of the day, like, and yeah. I I've seen some amazing things happening where I'm just like, oh, let's not just go like, oh, let's throw everything away kind of vibe, you know. Hmm. But there's also people yeah. that came up with like positive. Uh, creative initiatives and, and online jamming and syncing and whatever you know. I, I find that very positive. Yeah. yeah. In, fa- in fact, in general, I've, when I've sort of looked back and sort of looked at musicians and um, entertainers really going through this, even though it's probably been the worst year where, you know, your actual industry is has been totally taken away very quickly. Mm-hmm. I've got to say the majority of people I've come across have been very positive in trying to find different things to do, different ways to put something across, to write, to perform, to, to you know, hooking up with other people. And that, actually hooking up with other people is, to me, it's been fast forwarded this year. Mm. Um, you know, it probably would have taken five or six years to get something like this together. In normal yeah. times, exactly. because of, because of this, yeah. everything's been accelerated, and which is which is actually a great thing, you know. So I, I don't hear that many moaners when it comes to musicians, even though you know musicians are the hard, you know one of the hardest affected uh, jobs. Absolutely, um, and the there. last ones to start in the end of the day, last ones it's to start. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, We're going to be the very last ones last to be able yeah. to look, go yeah. back in. Yeah, many, but that's, that, that's very true. What you're saying, Luke. Like I've 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 never released so many records on my label than in 2020, and it's been amazing. And people have been sending me stuff, and I had the patience to curate loads of stuff and listen and talk to them, mm-hmm. and not forgetting stuff and. You know, people from the distribution ringing me up like, are you going to finally, oh, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, no, sorry, I was away, blah, blah, blah. Because I had all the time in the world, and that made me kind of like rewire my brain as well, just like mm-hmm. re- realizing how important it is that, 
it's not yeah. all about a busy schedule. It's all about the details in the end of the day. So there's much more time mm. for... Um, it's interesting. Nobody produces music in front of an audience. So, you know what I mean? If you're yeah. like, it's, it's easier. <laughs> yeah. and, like, and we've all been there where we're making music and we're performing for no one. So if you are accustomed to maybe just being like, you know, just if you're only, you know, we all make music and it's, I mean, I enjoy making music more than I enjoy performing or DJing. So if, if that's the case, then this is just fine. <laughs> Except for the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Mm. Sure. Yeah. yeah, totally. Is there many yeah. albums going to be coming from the, from you guys? Uh, oh, just just ten. I'm working on one as well, so let's see where that goes. Yeah, Luke's gonna Luke's gonna remix every catalogue of every label, every. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> have you Have you been sending me this the stuff you've been releasing, Steffi? Of course not. <laughs> Why would I? Thank you very much. <laughs> I've been. I've, I'm. I'm. A, I'm. I'm a, a, um, thicker than the old Berlin Wall when it comes to sending out stuff. Like it's. <laughs> I've been. I'm horrible. Like I, I even I let, let people buy it. Like I'm a big provocateur of. Um, yeah explaining to people that like if you buy the file the artist gets half the money and the label can mm. press another record but if there's anything that you would like to hear look then i'm more no there's nothing more no. <laughs> I'm here anything, so. i'm more than welcome to give you the clone website to check. my headphones aren't working oh, bloody hell <laughs> Let's see we have a question for steve here as well i actually don't know Oh, well, read it for the podcast. Let's, uh, oh, yeah, let's, for the uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Question to Steve. I love the live set with Jochem, and then I heard in an Optolus episode that this approach was new to you. Have you have you did more live-ish stuff since? Have you done more live stuff since? So basically, have you done any more live performing or live? Actually, we, we had two Jenny. more planning together with Jochem and, and Colin Benders until there was a new... Yeah, uh, rules lockdown yeah, they, they eat, they eat yeah. yeah so no I, I, I didn't well, maybe Jochen and I can do one together again. yeah but if I, I would love to man but the thing is we, you can you are one of the people who can actually reach the studio so we'd rather do one yeah sure we, can, do, another we one. can do one with two people on one side and two people on the other side <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can we can have yeah. Colleen and John and Steve and Jochen if musically it would make sense but it's possible technically yeah it, to be honest it's already quite a, a lot of information to to uh process if you're just with one person because it's uh yeah, yeah that is true mm -hmm. yeah because because things are coming uh two bars later you you are kind of keeping the door open for surprises, you know, and, and surprises. You, know, you don't go as fast as you would normally go. Mm -hmm. Getting feedback is that who is that? Yeah. Is that? But Steve, for you, is fair. You, you, I've, I don't think I've ever seen you play live, oh, right? I never did. No, it was completely when, when Jochem asked me, I just said yes. Well, I've never done it. Before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wow. Jochem either. 
<laughs> and we found out a few days before that it was my first time. And yeah, yeah you didn't even tell me. I thought, okay, well, let's, um, uh, you know, ask Steve, you know. It's Corona time, so it was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a pretty, it's a pretty ballsy movement yeah. just to, uh, to show up with... Uh, with well, I loved you know, it. And I found yeah. out that I never want to do it prepared. I want to do it on the fly, how we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I brought some stuff and that was it. Mm. Just press start and we see where we go and end. Yeah. It's perfect. It works. Yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 it's a, I call it the lazy way. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. It's a new yeah, future. Like you're never going to go back on the road. Just do this. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah man. Yeah, Steve, yeah, relax, Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's an idea for Mike uh, Rothead. We can do WSNWG uh, versus Store. Uh, so some jam between his studio and, and stored studio. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. We can do it marathon <laughs> style as well, right? Like yeah, as the well, style. As the fat, as the fat yeah. style, yeah. That's, that's yeah. maybe an impossibility, yeah. That we do a long one with uh, several people from different locations, but not all at the yeah, same time. Yeah, that's amazing. That's oh, where my yeah. studio comes in. Hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. When I got the carpet. Torch, though. We can do a torch we can have. Video. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yeah, no. We could, I could go to Mike's studio. I'm inviting myself, Mike. Oh, you, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's sort of then. That's a good initiative, no? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm totally up for that. It's going to be a bit more complicated because I've never tried to have so many people um, in, in the, the server you know um i i think yeah. it will work though it yeah, will definitely work true i mean the mm -hmm. thing is uh when you do estafette style somebody has to pick up uh, take over and and retain the retain the tempo so it needs to be somebody who can sync by hand as well you know uh, who yeah. has who has the gear to to to, to do that the only thing mm -hmm. i have in my studio who does which, which does that is the electron gear which lets you lets you push and pull the tempo uh but you yeah i mean it's not not all Machines do that. Maybe you could get do some. My, able my to analog control. rhythm does it as well. Yeah. My, my analog rhythm, I can push and pull as well. Yeah. The tune of the 808, maybe quickly up and down. No, 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 no. Oh, it's, no. it's impossible to to keep it steady, uh -huh. unless you're Jeff Mills, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine tune, fine tune is actually changing the tempo uh, uh, permanently, and uh, push and pull is just giving a nudge, you know. So okay. it, the tempo is the same. It, the clock is very stable as well on these electron machines, so it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what you're saying is, uh, someone needs to be the the fat controller in a way to like keep yeah. an eye on. Yeah, keep, well, keep an eye on the main. Uh, well, somebody has, has needs to have a role as the person who sings to the other person, and it doesn't really matter where in uh, you know what side that happens. But if you would do, uh, let's say you and I start, and then Colleen and Steffi or Steve join in, I don't know, and uh, they take over, they need to be able to start in in the mix basically and and get the tempo synced up before they can. But if it's it. if it's still. Uh, the server still sends out a clock as well. Yeah. So yeah. if they, they they would like what 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do my thing. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Robin. Go on. No, it sounds like you bring a what does he have? Olibol or something? Yeah, olibol. Oh, yay! <laughs> but. Uh, but 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 uh, indeed uh, with an analog rhythm or an octave track with nudging helps. But if 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 we still sync to the tempo of the server that you and I did as well, then people could also still like in the Ninjam client they could click this thing that their equipment would restart on yeah. a certain ground. Yeah, but so, I mean, you and I both found out that that it it is. Um, it's not ideal. It's not no, ideal. No, no, because every so, from every every maybe twenty times you start, uh, ninety times are 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 um, out of sync. Yeah, okay. They are yeah. they are in the right tempo, but they're not in the right phase. So, so yeah. you have to be, you get lo- you have to just keep on going until you get lucky. And I, I find that a really uh, uncomfortable way of uh, dealing with it. You know, because it's you just it doesn't feel trusty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so just. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, started by hand. Then, like, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. like, it's not that hard, you know. Um, no. But you no, have to sure. have a clock that allows that, basically. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, the only thing I don't know if is if um, I think. Yeah, I, we'd, we'd have to test it, but I think if you have all these people in in the same client, you will hear all the signals always. You know, so you have to kind of stay there to keep the signal okay. If you know what I mean, I don't know what yeah. happens if, you, if you check out or mm. if you disconnect, if the, the the latency changes or anything. I don't know. That's yeah. something we have to test. Yes. Oh yeah, well, yeah. I out, like last weekend, I was doing one last Sunday with uh, Stanislav Tokachev. Yeah. And I, I had the tempo of the session in Ninjam at 133. Yeah. And we both decided to play at 135. We thought, yeah, okay. better. And uh, I mean, I, since we've been completely disregarding the, the, the clock in Reaper, I thought yeah. I would change the tempo in hardware. But yeah. then the latency is actually not compensated in the right way because the session things you're playing at 133. <laughs> yeah. So it delays the signal in a, in a different uh, measure, you know, in a different, yeah. a different uh, amount of delay. And we couldn't figure out what it was until I changed the tempo of the session to 135 as well. And then everything worked, you know, so. It's good, good to know, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah something I learned. Yeah. It was a bit panicky because until about half an hour before we uh, we started streaming, we we were kind of. But it's still in time. Yeah. <laughs> it's still in time. <laughs> we, made it, yeah. we made it in time, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a legend. It's a legend. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe this is a good. It's a good way. So, so Sonder, people know know Sonder at least by name because he's been appearing uh, sometimes uh, in the background of the show, and he's uh, very prolific on the Discord server. But Fritz is our other uh, store member, studio member, and he takes care of um, the cutting the vinyl. So. Yeah. Fritz Schneider is the final cutter. Yeah, I just the found out that we, uh, about five years ago or something, uh, we started up somewhere in the Black Forest in Germany with this crazy guy, Sauri, I remember, and he told us to learn how to cut records with this machine we bought with him. So, that's a bit of story about Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that, and that's how you came back from that experience, wasn't it? In, what, what did you like say? That, 
in, in, in a balaclava and sunglasses, that's that's the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Otherwise, you get blacklisted by Saudi, and you don't want it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have to remain anonymous. Yeah, yeah. Once exactly. you know the secret, you have to keep everything secret. Yeah, something like that. So I make this promise, and I sign for it. So okay. <laughs> Well, you can answer this question because the is right behind you. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's. Um, yeah, so Fritz is actually in the cutting room. So behind, yeah. in, in the background, you can uh, yeah. kind of. Can you maybe explain what we can see in the background? What is yeah, what? a bit, a bit. Uh, it's like like if you see my hand a bit. I hope it's, it's mm -hmm. what yeah. I did. There you can see the cutting machine, and then basically what it does, this cutting machine is that it makes any cut on vinyl and so not um, any sort kind of other sort kind of material vinyl uh, but everything is most important you cut with a yeah let's say with, with a stylus needle a kind of diamond and you have a certain sort kind of heat for it you need for it for the cutting diamond and you need some pressure and all this sort kind of things is important but also like say uh, even the temperature of your uh, record is like almost very important because when it is a bit too hot, then it will cut too much, and when it is too cold, it will well do funny things. So it's pretty critical, and it's the same with the sort kind of sound that you are recording, like or you, you are cutting. It has some limitations, so never try to put the bass, bass stereo bass or something down because it won't work point the, the, the needle can cut it because it's too much energy and all these sort of kind of things but let's say before this process we always mastering this stuff and then we come to a sort of kind of sweet spot and this sweet spot let's say you can a bit of choose like yeah let's say you can bit of choose like in this sweet spot exactly what the vibe was from like the original um, uh, what came out of the, the what do you say of the um, of the studio? So there is, mm -hmm. let's say, and, and most of the times it sounds even better than a master. That is true. Yeah. On the end, the whole thing it sounds even better than a master. So uh, the machine also and the way we EQ it makes it a bit more like sometimes a bit saturating, but in a very nice way or a bit more yeah, like. Yeah. yeah. So have, you, um, have, have you experimented with half-speed mastering on that? Oh, we never did half-speed mastering, I remember. Did we? No. no, I don't no. Think so. The no. thing is, it, the records are cut in real time, and yeah. we do a whole bunch of copies. If, the, if, the, if we do everything at half-speed, half <laughs> yeah, it, it, it would take like a whole night to make five records, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Because so it, take, it takes as long as, 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 like, say, what the material is. It takes as long in real time yeah, to, yeah. Uh, to cut it. Well, the process actually takes long because you take care of the... You basically first heat up the the, 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 yeah. the blank the blank vinyl, then you cut it, then you clean it, then you package it, then you, you know, like, uh, okay. label it, uh, number yeah. it by hand, all that stuff. So it's ta it takes about an hour to do one single copy. Yeah. Try, try 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 half speed like three minute track. Yeah, as, okay. as an experiment. Yeah, as an experiment. Can we do? 
Yeah, we have a lot of these sort kind of things sometimes in our head, and maybe one day we will do it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but you can do it. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I mean the, the lathe, the lathe is here, you know, the cutting lathe. So there are all kinds of things that I still want to do with it, you know, like uh, using it as some kind of tape echo or, or you know, vinyl echo or something like that, or to yeah. do feed it back into itself so it degrades and degrades and degrades. Yeah. But it's very, very uh, hard to do this without uh, ruining a stylus, and styli are not the most cheap things to replace. Um, anyway, so there is a lot of possible, but I mean, it already took us about, I would say, maybe a year and a half before we were at the level where we thought, okay, now it's sellable, you know, because uh, it, like, like Fred says, there are so many variables, so many things that could go wrong or can sort of get out of mm. whack, you know, with, with uh, balancing or calibration. And also just, uh, I mean, you have to really like, a, like a, it's like learning to to use some kind of a synth like in and out, you know, you, you really have to spend time with the, with the machine until you finally get a, the idea that you've, you have a firm grasp on it. And you know, you've basically seen all the, um, the variables and all the variety that. Yeah. You have to be bring. a bit nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. a, it's a very large range of variables that you have to all. Yeah. It's to like a real craft. Discover by real craft. Yeah, you have to put in Chris, to put in yeah. the hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always say like sometimes it's a, a lilac, and the other days it can be a lada. That means like <laughs> lada. It's a car you have to talk to, you know, like you say, ah, sweet, and then you're doing it. But when it works like a lilac, it runs like <laughs> yeah. Stop, Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, how how many grams are you cutting? Oh, uh, it's one hundred and eighty. Yeah, 180. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it said, it's not acetate or anything. It's actual no, 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 it's, it's, it's actual vinyl. So, yeah, so it's as durable as as any pressed vinyl record. Because yeah. with acetate, that's used basically most often used for uh, to cut records that are eventually going to be pressed, and yeah. it's a soft material, which means that there's less um, strain on the on the stylus and mm. uh, and and you know possibly more resolution. Uh, or at least you know accuracy because the material is softer, you know, so it doesn't really require so much energy. But the to cut in smells vinyl, good. Yeah, it, it smells good. Yeah, it smells, smells good. great. Yeah, but I mean, if you play, I mean, I guess you, we've all used them at some point in our career, and you play them ten times, and you get this this sort of white noise. Yeah. <laughs> beginning where you where you cue the you know the first kick or whatever. It doesn't happen with the ones we do um, because they're they're basically you know the same material as your press record. Oh yeah, and the noise uh, like the noise floor is always very important. Like say when we start with a with with a whole run, as I say it always, we start really with a, with a new needle. So yeah, because the new stylus will do like. Um, yeah, it makes you make sure that you have a very low noise level. So the, the, mm-hmm. the ground floor, as we say, is clean. So what you put, so if you cut in it, let's say if you cut again in it, you know that you will only hear like uh, the pure, like say the the pure track as it is. No, no strange noise or anything. That sort of kind of thing. So you all have to learn that with temperatures, and it's a very sort of kind of organic thing. I can tell you. So yeah, and if, and and the 
you know the um, what also takes a bit of time to learn is uh, when your stylus is um, finished <laughs> or done you know because yeah. <laughs> in the beginning you, th- you just um, um, I mean the guy who, who sharpens the, um, the styli says they should last for about 150 cutting hours Maybe but after, after 25 we can already hear the difference you know it's yeah. uh, it goes very fast you know so it's um, needs a lot of care and, and uh, replacement but of course we really do cutting edge, let's say, for that, yeah. because we, we really try to push it just exactly nice, you know, but just that it stays dynamic, but we push it really to, yeah, let's say to the end, we even try to do it and in a very good way. So, yeah, definitely. Diamonds are not forever. No. We should do a short t-shirt with uh, uh, diamonds are not forever. Yeah, with a picture of the cutting stylus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Fritz, what about this one from Mike? Can you cut from the inside to the outside with this machine? Can you? Yeah, you can. You can. If you, if you reverse, if you reverse the polarity of the, of the motor, you can you can make it spin backwards and make an, an inside-out spiral. That's possible, but. I mean, you know, you just take some soldering or putting in a switch or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the real SL. Yeah. The real SL techniques. I don't know, you know. Yeah. No, no, no. It's uh, it's where you know the 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 bar where the where the stylus head is or the cutter head is mounted on um, is is the only difference that then goes from the inside to the outside, which yeah, means so you have to turn it around. Yeah. Also, the needle, because otherwise <laughs> you will fuck up. Because, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> it doesn't mm. cut front, not like, say, on, on the back. So, okay. But, yeah, it, it is possible, but with a lot of troubles. <laughs> yeah. Can, can, can you cut into acetate with that machine? Oof. Um, yeah, you can cut into any any PVC type. Yeah. Any, any PVC, you can. Cut but it's, it's, it's not. Gonna, it's not going to be any better using acetate. It's not going to make any. Uh... Well, I mean, the, it could be done, but I think the pressure you apply to it uh, should be less. And the, and the and, heat. And the heat. Yeah. yeah uh, so, it, so it's possible. But why would we cut in acetate, into acetate? It's not. Yeah. It's not cheaper or anything, and it's just not as durable. So why? No. It, it smells yeah. good. Yeah, that's already the second time I hear this from you, Luke. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a sen- it's a senses, Fritz. Yeah, okay, senses. okay. I get it, I get it. I can, very I can send you some of this rubble I get out of this record, so I can send it to you in the back, you know, you can. Sometimes sniff, sniff away. Yeah. It's, it's funny, like, if you have a dispenser or something, like, you know? I always call it angel dust. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Different addictions in the, in the pandemic, no? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Substitutes. Uh, Actually, we could, um, with all the, all the, the residue uh, of the what's going into the, the reservoir when you cut at the vinyl, you get this really thin silver hair, mm. you know, like a, we could make a store pillows. <laughs> I think you're going to say a wig. We'll do a special acetate edition for Luke. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you can sleep on it. You can always have the smell in your dream. 
And this is uh, stuff. This stuff. Why can only dream, your Yeah, look, dream. look, 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 look. I will send it to you. It's not on the list yet. But uh, let's say, uh, yeah, I always call it Angel. <laughs> hey, look, you got you got a customer, man. Yeah, there you go. The first one. Uh, hey, uh, the entrepreneurial spirit is alive. Yeah, but well, it's a kind of business. Everything goes per gram. But uh, yeah, these are nice <laughs> pandemic pandemic hustles selling yeah, exactly. uh, selling residue from the record yeah. <laughs> No, I remember that from Saudi always. Saudi, that was the guy from uh, South in this South German place. And he was sitting there with his brother in this really in the middle of nowhere. But let's say he he told me like the whiter this stuff is, the better it is. And he called it angel hair. Okay. Yeah. And but when it gets gray, you know, there's a lot of stuff in it, and most of the time you can hear it in the grooves of uh, what you uh, what you cut it out. So, but let's say yeah, the most. So I I, I keep it a bit so. Who knows? Look, one day. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's called um, it's called swarf. Yeah, it's called swarf. Yeah, yeah, swarf. Yeah, 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 swarf. Yeah, there's another there's another name there's another name for it. Uh, chip in America, they they call it chip. Chip. Okay. Yeah, American um, uh, late users call it chip. This anyway. Yeah. It's the new swarf chip, man. Swarf. Hey, <laughs> you said it sells by the grim. <laughs> so swarf's like the you know the kind of Victorian word, and chip is like what's happening now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so behind the times, man. When you put it together, you know it has a certain kind of stick and chair. You know, I understand. Well, no, it's true though. It's true. If, yeah. you, if you see, if you see the, the the chip coming off and it looks funny, you know the record is going to sound like shit. You know, yeah, mm. yeah, too much exactly. pressure, or there's you know the group isn't deep yeah. enough. Yeah. So it, there's only one way it should look, and and that's true. You know, so you, you can, can feel by, it. You can tell yeah. by the residue if yeah. you're doing something wrong or not. Yeah, but that's what Sauri also said. This teacher of us, and he said the only thing you can can do with it is just cut, cut, cut. It's the only thing. <laughs> cut, 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 cut. And it was a sort of kind of old German guy, you know. He had a sort of kind of very special language. But that was the thing I remember. And he said to us, "It doesn't matter after two days." You're going to start and you have to cut, cut, cut. So the only, if you have a question on him, most of the time it was just cut, 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 cut. Boy. Mm. You can tell him more about Sally. I think you, you're... Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the cool thing is about about the guy who built the machine is like, he doesn't sell it to you unless you visit him and get, get his instruction a uh, mm. few days. And he retains the right, basically, to not sell it to you until you're have been approved <laughs> so right. otherwise he just doesn't give it the machine you know because he doesn't want like stupid people emailing him you know about getting stuck it's really something you know it's a physical process and something there's some things you can just not teach people you have to get a feel for it and and yeah. kind of get to know the machine intimately mm. and mm. which makes sense you know um anyway anyway <laughs> yeah there's been quite a few attempts to make vinyl cutters actually over the the years, isn't they? But yeah, yeah, yeah most of them, most of them really ended up, ended up as toy toy machines. There is a yeah. really there's a really yeah. lively um, um, uh, scene 
of yeah, people who build who build their own lathes. You know, most most hang out yeah. on, on this forum called Lathe Trolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah lathe trolls. like cutting yeah cutting engineers from all over the world. They are basically exchanging information there. It's a really cool place if you're into this kind of stuff. But um, mm. I guess the, the consensus is you either have to buy uh, like one of the the few working uh, Scully or Neumann machines if you really want to get serious about it. Um, or you have to get like a um, like a boutique a boutique machine, which is built by um, you know some guy in a shed, you know, and that's that's the the, the other option, and that's that's the one we use. Um, but you know, after a, sh- a lot of practice, you can you can get like ninety nine percent as good as, uh, and in some res- in some in some respects even better than uh, than what people can manage to do on, on a, on an old Neumann or something. And the reason, the reason why is because if you, if you think about the whole thing, it's a very fragile process. And, um, if this is your job, you're not going to push it to to such an extent, uh, that it, you know, you get the, you, you have the chance to breaking your equipment all the time, you know, because it's, it's really on the physically on the edge of what's possible, you know? Um, and, um, I mean, cutting vinyl is, and, um, so if you do the, if you do this for a living, you would, you know, be more conservative about it and just make sure it sounds good and it, and it, it's playable. And, um, uh, but we can sometimes, you know, uh, take it a little bit further and experiment with, um, you know, the dynamics or the, the loudness, yeah. you know, just to see what happens. Um, and if we fuck one up, you know, if we fuck up the stylus, you know, bad luck. <laughs> it's part of the it's part of the experiment, you know, part of the. Mm. the yeah, but it, it is also nice for the whole store concept. Is that it is uh, like say from the first moment you you push on a key or you, you put on a piece of gear, it goes in a computer, let's say on the end, uh, and then it ends up on a record. I mean, all in house, yeah. All in house, and then, and if we want to. Let's say on a moment. Let's say the, the, the thing is off. The thing is mastered. We can do it. So it saves like a lot of months. You have normally like with yeah. Normally true. You go to a record company. It takes you about six months before you're in the row. You know, like this. So and then after about the three quarter, you have a sort of kind of record, and then you have to do still uh, you you thing with it. So for me, for mm. your part, it was the idea like okay. Uh, if you have it in house, we can immediately do the thing on the vibe of the moment, and not for about a half years later or something. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's what I liked about the whole thing, the role in this uh, this cutting um, vinyl thing in it, uh, in the concept, because that was exactly what we wanted. So straight out of the studio, also this whole table uh, thing, like like say in the middle of the of the studio, put, you put your things on it. Okay, you plug it in, and then whoopa, it gets a multi-track recording, and then from that you can make a record. Zip. So that yeah. was the idea. Yeah. Whoopa. Whoopa. That's a very Dutch. Uh, that's a very Dutch saying. Whoopa. Whoopa. Who's the person who uh, the, uh, who takes care of the mastering? Is he also an in-house? Yeah, we we person? do both. Or Jochem does it. Well, we. Oh, yeah, we actually we, did it before, yeah. Yeah, we we we've we've worked with uh, with um, uh, Tim from uh, Ma- Manmade uh, a lot um, because he know he's been cutting. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, cutting and also mastering our stuff for for Electric Deluxe, you know, and um, 
I mean, the relationship with him is is such that you know we can kind of keep the discussion open and and get into sort of details about things um, without uh, having the feeling that you're wasting somebody's time, you know. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's so, and and also he's been advising about the first results we got from the cutting machine, you know, like send, bring the records to his studio and just check them and see how they sounded. And, you know, um, you know, just get the opinion of somebody who does this for a living, you know, and, uh, and that really helped. Uh, But some, some of the stuff is right. You know, that we do is now, you know, is, is so specific it, it and it's not, it's so not industry standard, you know, in terms of uh, sound and, and, you know, content that it's, it's also possible just to, to, to just do the mastering here, basically. Mm. Look for Tim. Yeah. So shout out to Tim. <laughs> yeah. He was a big help, especially in the beginning for, uh, to get, uh, to get the final cutting process, um, down basically. Yeah. Nice guy. Mm. Someone once in Berlin, really nice guy. Yeah. So yeah. Hmm. Oh, I saw uh, ages ago. I saw a question yeah. about uh, Colleen, Lady Starlight's uh, MT three hundred three stand. <laughs> yeah, which one it was? It was at the yeah. very start. <laughs> the the groove box. Where she could get the it. Box. <laughs> what stand it is? Yeah, the question yeah. was, um, I think it was uh, connected to the New Year's resolutions. The person asked where you could get that stand because that was his New Year's resolution to get a stand like yours. <laughs> oh, I found it at Just Music. Hold on. It's not plugged in. <laughs> 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 I've tried so hard to make that work for me on my live sets, but... Mine is the MIDI clock is such a mess that I can never make it work with anything else. So, Justin. Oh, and wow. <laughs> Justin, I'm just going to write that down actually. <laughs> if you don't mind. Because <laughs> that looks really practical, to be honest. Yeah, and then it can, like, can adjust everything, but it's great. I want to travel with, and that's... Yeah. So, yeah. You get that music. And then we just moved it, yeah. And there was another question to start. That was uh, for Robin. What are the two records you have behind you? Oh, yeah. They're always Which there. One? Yeah. Hey, There's hey, apparently hey, two records behind Robin. Uh, like a bandit record in an ashtray. I uh, I don't even know. Hang on. Inquiring <laughs> <laughs> mind. Classic. Oh, no. You can see he's a live performer, not a oh, DJ, yeah. right? It's not a good one. Okay then. Yeah, one is uh, one is from a friend of mine who used to live in Amsterdam. Is but moved back to Detroit. His name is Dallas. AKA Anonym. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, this is from an alias from him called Semper Memor or something like that. It's uh, well, This is what it, what it looks like. And this is an old one from. 
from uh, Sea Odor, which I really liked, is that, well, people can uh, watch it back on YouTube, I think. There you go. Oh, yeah. She makes some great music, she does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like her. The, the most requested name to do a remote jam with, at least uh, I asked a couple of sessions back, and the one with Stanislav. Yeah. Who should yeah. do a remote session. That name came up so many times. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, she, she was great. She makes uh, great music. I, I I like her DJ sets as well. And uh, yeah, I, I should say go for it. Yeah. Is she, is she still very active? Like I, I think the last time I've played with her was. She's she's still she's active. Like two thousand three or something. Okay. Like she used to be. Uh, should also be in the female pressure. Uh, Clan with the yeah. Susanna uh, Electric Indigo, you know, mm-hmm. they yeah. had this like really good crew. They were way ahead of their time when it came down to yeah. fe- female yeah. platforms and stuff. Like Acid Maria and all these uh, ladies. Mm-hmm. And I, I, also, I, um, also, Electric Indigo also very badass DJ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. had her on the on yeah. the on the show with uh, together yeah. with Robert Henke yeah. uh, three weeks ago. Yeah, really nice talk. Yeah, they were ahead of their times. I don't know how active the platform still is, but I I know that all of these women were um, creating, and they were doing like they they were doing club nights as well. Like, and I, I remember that I played with her in Barcelona, like really fanatic uh, and all in, all very much dedicated to music. Mm. Yeah, okay, really mm. good. Yeah, it just popped yeah. in my head. I know CEO is is or working or she's just finished an album that's going to be released sometime soon, and uh, yeah. Uh, regarding the rest, yeah, she's in the same situation as all of us, of course. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, she's still doing uh, doing great stuff. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Dive into it. Yeah. Look, are you? Can you tell anything about your? projects during during um covid because i know i know um, one of one one i i know of because you um invited me to be part of it i don't know if if uh, you are ready to talk about it or not but um <laughs> no pressure I, um, I can, well looking at looking at your face no <laughs> yeah well um i can i Never can <laughs> go as far to say it's a collaboration um, but it's a bit early to kind of uh, yeah. announce anything. But it is it is a very diverse collaboration project, which uh, okay. thankfully you were into getting involved. Um, and we're <laughs> aiming for that next year. Okay. Uh, but I've, I've just awesome. I've just been writing. Um, I've I've been doing remixes and uh, writing a lot actually more more than I initially thought I would. Um, okay. And are, yeah, are, you, are you just uh, making stuff and uh, see what happens, and then kind of uh, assemble it into projects after the, after you've um, uh, after you've done with it, or are you really already thinking about um, a sort of concept uh, for these things you've wrote? Is there something you you were planning to do, or are you just uh, sort of? Well, you, you know the the the, the, the mindset, yeah, the mindset. Well, it's an interest. I mean, I've always found personally, anyway, that sort of going into something with a uh, a project idea that to complete something within a project is is difficult. 
for me mm-hmm. at least. So to write something almost accidentally to always trying to trying to be writing. I, I'm more of that school. I think it was a writer and author said, you know, like he really what he has to do is get up every day and write. Mm. And even though that might turn out to be a load of crap, if he just does that every day, he will write something good. And that's the way I've always worked. I write, I try and write something every day mm. Mm. as much, as much as possible. It's, it's, it's a bit of a compulsion, but it works better for me when it's not too regimented. It's funny how that works because some people do know do need this this uh, framework to to work within um, to get something done. You know, like uh, I'm gonna do an yeah. Is it like is that for you like that for you, uh, Steffi? You, you yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do an EP or an album, and then that is the thing that gets you going. Yeah, because I also like every time I plan to to like a, uh, to write an album, I just took off time of DJing like on purpose yeah. not to be busy with anything but writing 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 i mean I've, i've 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 done quite a lot of collaborations over the last couple of years they kind of went took place in between whatever what what was going on in my life but for an album yeah i would i am just like head down and don't want to do anything else than concentrate on that project and really fast and it gives me a lot of focus like I, I do I do relate to what Luke's saying as well like if you keep the constant flow of writing you collect a lot of things and and there's always something flourishing from this but for me yeah. yeah for me it needs to be in one in one like yeah, session like yeah kind of so that it, yeah. yeah so it's a it's, it becomes a family in the end of the day and then I collect that and that's that project and then take yeah. you know finish what what I want to finish and store the rest. Sometimes never touch it again and sometimes use it for yeah. different things, you know, throw away some yeah. things I didn't like and use the beats for something else. But when it comes down to writing an album, it's like literally doing this. I'm, I'm not very communicative to people either, you know, <laughs> it's just really one. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. it. I can't wait to get the new studio ready and just just go mental absolutely mental <laughs> let it all out <laughs> yeah but it's, i think it's i think it's a really um i i, I really relate to what Colleen was saying earlier like uh, and and maybe that's shocking to the people that might um hear this that know me as a dj because i've been doing that for like a very long time as well but i i love making music it's really my happy place like mm. it doesn't matter how bad the world is or whatever like i love writing music yeah. and i've so and i i think we we spoke about this like um in another not twiddlers um edition where where we were speaking about like how what actually gets released like yeah. if somebody asked me for something quick like a quick draft i have so much work that i can just pull that has never seen the daylight and never will. And it is fine. Yeah. It's completely fine with me. Mm. I've, like, as I said to you, Joachim, I think it was the last time, like I've written loads of techno that will never be released and it doesn't need to be released. It's just there, you know, it's just like, mm. yeah, it's, it's rather obsessive, yeah, it's, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how well, it works because yeah, I think, I, I think, I, thinking I, obsession, I, isn't I, it? Yeah. You know, Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's totally. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. 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 I'm curious. How does it work for the other people? For Steve and Colleen and 
John and Robin, do you need a um, like assignment or like something to to be very clear cut, or is it just more like Luke or like Jochem? You have an idea, or you just write and you just go for it. I have I need deadlines, so for me, the biggest thing is just um, is having a live show when I have to record all the material. So it's really easy if you're only a live performer; you have to write do stuff to have something to play. But I think it's like a pretty that makes sense. <laughs> deadline when there's like a bunch of people looking at you, so that that makes it a bit easier for me. So then my problem is recording because I will make music all day long. I'll perform it live. Mm-hmm. Perform certain tracks live tracks. It's all sequences. So, but I'll perform mm-hmm. tracks that I've been performing for maybe two years. And I'm just recording like this past week, finally. <laughs> so that's, that's hard for me to record. I like to write, but I don't like to finish things. It's boring. So you come from the, you, you, that, that's more the sort of traditional, like a band playing tr- music and then and then taking it into the studio to to record it. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Yeah, you know what works too. So and yeah, you know, you've already yeah. like maybe this track does not work at all in front of a crowd, so boom, you don't have to record that one. So it's you already have a preview of what people are going to respond to. So it's a very yeah. efficient way of working. So I have uh, you know preparing for the live set and then and I'm also writing an EP, so it's super good time management. It's actually a very, sens- that's a very sensible way of doing it, actually, yeah. rather than the other way. Because yeah, you don't have to you know, you can write and test it in a room and then go back. <laughs> yeah. but, it, but does it ever happen that you write stuff in the studio and you're like, oh, I'm just going to save this for an EP moment and not play it live, or you take everything on the road, basically? I actually am just changing that now because I'm such a big... Um, I like uh, work efficiency and... So I've been for all my last EPs, everything that I, I wouldn't write anything that I can't perform live, which is quite obviously, it makes things simple. So it makes a cohesive sound, but at the same time, it's super limiting. So now that the pandemic is gone, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to dismantle everything and use everything mm-hmm. we have. So it's actually been really helpful for me to like let go of that really firm workflow yeah. As it always, limitations can be good too. That contributes to why I have a certain sound because it's always the same stuff that I'm using. So and then mm. it's all other thing. But now it's fun to not have to. I was also doing quite a few live streams actually this year, and that I've never written more material than I've written in the past year because with it, you know, with the live set you're taking on the road, you could do the same set like. For a month, you know. What yeah, I mean? true. It doesn't get registered, and now you have mm. to really mind that, don't you? Yeah. It's like literally like eight live sets I've written. Everything has to be different because people, yeah, you know, people be on the internet forever, so people won't always look at the date and say, "Oh, that was within a month. That's cool." No, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So mm. much. And only now that I've stopped doing the streams for a while, I'm like. Now it's all coming out now. So it's perfect. <laughs> it's all yeah. not coming out yet. Hopefully soon. <laughs> so. But I guess it's 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 both good and bad because you ended up with mm-hmm. loads of new stuff then, even though it was hard work to get you know a different thing for each of those performances. Yeah. It it did it did get you um, an, a whole bunch of new stuff. Yeah, 
and now I'm like recording and I like basically have an album's worth of material. And I'm like, well, oh, that was good. At least, <laughs> of course, it's really shitty, you know? You're like, ah, there's always shitty music that everyone writes. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So yeah. Really I mean, that's, I think that's an interesting thing about the experience of this year is we've all in some way, probably not the same, but had to deal with the mental aspects of being in a different situation versus what we've been doing and what we want to do and what you get out of it and how you process it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you find you want how to still be productive in some way. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, I don't know true. everyone else, but for me, for me, that was one of the most important things. Like, how can I still make something? I, you know, I like to make stuff. So how can I still do still that? Be productive. And, yeah. you know, and, and cross that barrier still in the head. And I think that for, you know, it's, it's, it's challenging, but it's, it's also amazing because, you know, like you're saying, you've ended up with uh, a lot of material you probably wouldn't have had if this hadn't happened. Yeah, 100%. you know, which is a great thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's how the universe works in the end of the day, doesn't it? Like yeah. it sends it sends you in a different direction, and the outcome is completely different. And yeah. it might give you a new a, a new look on things as well at the same time, you know. Yeah. Or break or break a rhythm that you're so stuck in, and then you're like, oh. I've, I actually like my new rhythm, yeah. you know, yeah. like it's progression, you know, yeah. it's good. In, in, in an unexpected way, yeah. 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 And secretly yeah. we all want that rhythm to be broken at some point. Yeah, Good point, yeah. yeah. Here one of the commenters on Twitch, uh, Len Hanofogo, um, Basically, would it still be possible to make a classic that lasts for years? Hmm. Is that a question if it would be possible, <laughs> as in, in terms of the culture and uh, how fast things move? Well, it's, it's interesting because, because I've, I've had this discussion with um, several people. And um, first of all, I don't feel responsible for, um, for the genre, you know. So I, you know, it's, uh, I just approach it from you know making music and and um uh, when i play it's like having the experience together and that's pretty much what keeps me um satisfied about the whole thing but yes of course sometimes in the past you had like records that that's that basically sold tens of thousands of vinyls and you know ended up on shitloads of compilations and stayed around and could be played you know even three years later after it, it got released you know um but i think um it is basically the way we I, we consume music right i mean it's all there is such a flood of new stuff bombarded yeah. to everybody every day all the time non-stop you know um yeah, i think there's just, there's just, yeah there's just so so much more choice and um much more uh on offer and um, the same amount of classics <laughs> basically out of um, the whole bunch I mean, there are there are still classics, right? Well, there are I mean, big tracks. What, yeah, there what, are, there are. Big yeah, but tracks. I mean, what comes to mind for me is, for example, the track that Clouds did, uh, "Chain to a Dead Camel," that you would hear everywhere on every festival for like two years. Mm -hmm. Or, mm -hmm. I mean, there are probably other examples that are also not as old, or in the same, you know, 
time period, so to say. The only difference is that you don't sell as many copies, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there's and there's different avenues, I think, especially now when people have their own benchmarks for what makes something good or what makes it a classic for them. I mean, is it a record that sold a lot? Is it a record that went very far? In my yeah, opinion? how do you define that? You know, what yeah, a classic is. But also, you know? I think something that, that when I try to think about what makes a classic in the classic sense of it, was maybe something that was a part of a shared experience for a group of people. And so yeah. um, mm -hmm. I think also we find ourselves in a time, of course now, but that even notwithstanding, um, when there are so many people also on the planet, all over the world, we have this connectivity and we can share music and things can get around. But I think a lot of, a lot of classics, when I, when I think of them, again, from, from earlier days, was it seemed to me that there was always a certain experience connected with it. It was a certain club where that record became very well known. There was a collective group of people that kind of collectively elevated the idea of that record and then spoke about it. It became a reference point for not just one person or a group of friends, but a bigger group of people that was kind of a cultural movement. And then people would look to that city or that club at that time and think, oh yeah, this was a record that defined that, that, mm -hmm. uh, that, that culture. And that, that vaulted it into this kind of next level of being remembered as a certain memorable classic or, or record. And I think that still can and does happen today, just maybe in different pockets. And you know, now there's the internet where things could kind of really have a, a, a certain heavy reach to a, to a group of people in a, one club and they could pop up somewhere at the same time on a completely different side of the world and, and a different group of people embraced it, but it maybe wouldn't have been in these smaller pockets where, relatively speaking, it seemed like a much bigger entity as an idea of that record. Mm -hmm. Is that making sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah you get, you get, you completely get, what I meant as well, partly. Yeah, <laughs> you, completely you get, partly. You get this sort of <laughs> idealization or um, just maybe not the right word, but like this um, uh, some people who haven't been at there at that moment at that time they kind of put it on on a on a high um sort of nostalgic level yeah. where it really wasn't when when it actually yeah, happened. maybe it wasn't but it became this called yeah yeah mm -hmm. and the other thing is um i think maybe maybe that is something else as well i mean uh, it is not it's just not so cool to if you're really um serious about your djing to to drop classics all the time because it's like the sort of it's a cheap move, you know. Sometimes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Because people it's, know it's, it's already here. Yeah, I mean, if if that's what it takes to be a good DJ, you know what I mean. It's like uh, okay, well, it's something that anybody can do, really. Just uh, yeah. you know. well, you, well, you you say that you're but Heidi tells me you have to be old to drop classics. <laughs> <laughs> you can only drop them if you're old, and if you're young, you're not supposed to. That's the yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think I think well, it's I a, it's, it's it's multi-layered though. Like the the reason why why it's harder maybe to, to no 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 may, no 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 maybe more in a sense of the reason why why not so many classics get written if if that would mm. be a statement I think it's it's it I, I think it has to do with the fact that um, when electronic dance music st first started to develop itself, it was so new that people got so crazy with the machines and the stuff that came out was so naive that made it really, yeah, interesting, really interesting. And then yeah. you have the effect of the matter that it was a, a lot of stuff was very melodic. So it has a lot of recognition 
and mm. like it, it, you know the melody was a yeah. very dominating part of the music so it's easy for people to go like bow 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 yeah okay that track mm -hmm. you know and <laughs> it's it's more it's become more linear in a sense you mm. know if if you yeah. if you would talk about uh, techno in 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 um in, 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 in this case, you know, the question was about techno, but I also think um, saturation of the market is definitely mm. one thing that like really good to be classics don't get the visibility they deserve because it's so flooded. And not to forget that also, it's also what people feed you. If you're, if it, like, it seems to be that the kids are looking at like, oh, this DJ so-and-so with so many so-and-so likes played that track, so that must be it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think it, like there's a little bit of a lack of imagination when it comes to the festival scene where, where you get the chance, where they showcase you for two and a half hours where you can really go into a zone and people go like, Ooh, the stuff that I've heard tonight, my God, like it's, it's, it does, mm. there's, there's it's kind of an urge to, oh, I've got one and a half hour long, let's just bang it out and just, you know, make sure that I was there kind of thing. And, and, and if you have hotshot names that for the kids, they're like, oh, look, this, this person on Instagram must be something kind of thing. That whole element of, of representation also kind of keeps the, you know, takes takes concentration away on what actually has is going on music wise. So I think it's also harder for these amazing tracks that might have a certain level that not doesn't doesn't fit every DJ doesn't don't get air played because it's simply a little bit of a more of a formula. Whereas maybe thirty years ago it wasn't so much a formula. You know, like the way you present the music to the crowd no, in clubbing. Um, what is very mm. important, because I can know it, I was producing in that time, is that, um, uh, like, uh, there were not so many people who, like, say, were competitors or anything. It was just a small group of people who were making it. And mm. basically, later on, like, say, the press found out any sort of kind of terms, you know, but let's say, basically, in the beginning, everyone was calling it house or whatever, but not more yeah. than that. And, and later on, the press put on every single thing that somebody did that was a bit of authentic, that put a whole label on it, and before it, no, yeah. it was an old kind of really. And that's what's happening. And now, I think the competition is stiff. Uh, especially in the techno, what I understand, because I was never a techno guy, so I was making other things, but whatever. Um, let's say that I, what I now see is that the competition is much huge. It's all on the internet, and exactly what you say is like how much followers somebody has, and blah, 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 blah. And the rest out of the 90s is exactly what you say, a bit of an ideal, because, okay, in that time it was enough. For me, I was not DJing, I never liked it. Sorry, boys, but I never liked it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, but, but for me, as producer, I could just make enough money from the records I was selling. If you were selling 5,000, your record owner was not looking... I mean, if you, if you were selling less than 5,000, you had to work with your record owner label. You know, like, that was a bit of time. So you could sell easily because it was new and not many people were really into it. Mm. So that's the thing. Mm. Yeah, like like Steffi used the word naive. I think that's a very important factor. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. uh, a lot of the things that are made today are made, you know, with um, um, some kind of result in mind. You know, or like a, an effect yeah. in mind. 
and uh, and pragmatic. It's very pragmatic, Yochum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you can still choose to. I mean, the th it's good to be aware of the mechanisms of how things will go down in a club mm -hmm. when you're producing something. But um, it's not for me, at least. It's not always necessary to stick to those mm. um, things, you know, because. I'm like, like you know, I'm, I'm pretty much just obsessed with sound, and and when it mm. sounds interesting, I'm happy, you know. And um, and if it's playable in a club or uh, is entertaining to people who are on a dance floor, it, it's very cool. But um, that's not my benchmark or criterion, you know, when I'm making something. Um, yeah. And I think that way that that is that was always the the approach, also in the when I started out making music, you know, let's just try this, see what happens, you know, and uh, just combine this idea with that idea. And, and, and you end up in, in, um, sort of in territory, which is, um, uh, sometimes very useless and, and, uh, unnecessary and, uh, disposable, <laughs> but sometimes mm -hmm. you, you get, you stumble upon something which is actually very interesting and, um, uh, and, and relates, you know, what, what, something that people can relate to as well um, because it's um, just outside the um, the usuals you know just a little sort of like an, a little personal touch or a little um, in you know an interpretation that nobody else has come up with you know I think those are the those those are the things that usually speak to me the most but is it is it fair is it, I have a question actually even though I'm not on YouTube but do you think it's fair to say, like, if you listen to, if you look at the the the, um, the timeline of uh, how electronic dance music started, that when when the band, you know, the disco still had a band, and then it became like a couple of people, and it narrowed down to one or two people making the electronic music, that okay. they had the, the need to to stay into more strong song structure based music because of you know, um, it being so new is maybe also the fact that these tracks were more songs and now it's much more, um, well, uh, the horizon has widened and, uh, and, and yeah, loopy stuff. Is, I, I, you know what? I also think it's it's a result of the, the type of equipment we're working on because in the, uh -huh. in the early days yeah. you, were you were working on uh, pretty terrible um, you know, m massive stacks of, of speakers that were designed to to put on rock and roll shows, and uh, or you know, so if you were lucky, there were some dub guys involved, and and they actually could produce some bass in the system. But <laughs> uh, but the the, the, the yeah. acoustics and and um, reproduction equipment there we have these days, you can be you can do like amazingly subtle things, uh, which which are coming across in in such a massive way that you, you know mm. you the music gets reduced in a sense you know like yeah yeah, yeah okay that's an interesting more, thing yeah or, i think you know if you sound would, design or... yeah maybe i don't know I, what do you think about that it's um i think i i think it has a lot to do with it you know if you play on a on a, mm. a I, I think so too yeah that you're when, when when i'm making music uh at home here and when i get to be able to play it out in the club that i know that it's will sound very much like I intended it to because the sound quality of uh, a club, especially in the low end as well, is is, is very, very uh, detailed. You know? Yeah, which also means that it's not going to be sounding as relevant musically outside of these environments. So you're basically mm -hmm. making stuff yeah. to be played on a massive system. And, and mm -hmm. it yeah, so the approach is different, basically. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. How about, yeah, so also, also, it is, would it not take, you know, if I, like, at if least I can just add, add, add to add yeah, sorry. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, um, on the original question of about classics, I think mm-hmm. at least one, one thing I've always sort of thought about is the fact that the, the house and techno origins mm-hmm. was, you know, which became acid and, which knocked onto so many other things was a revolution for young mm-hmm. people. It was, yeah. it was a change in life and, uh, that wasn't there before. It wasn't something that, that was there before. It was totally new and maybe, and it was smaller, like, uh, Steffi was saying that the, the, there wasn't really a scene there was a very small scene. It was very international, but it was very small in each country. Yeah. So, and everybody joined in with this who w- wanted to be part, whether, whether you were dancing or, you know, you were going to a club, it was something that overtook the world. Yeah. But it didn't start like that. So, mm-hmm. no, it was I, even, I, even actively right. banned on, on existing media. Like, yeah, yeah, really I, I think I think that's yeah. important because you know it's um, regardless of where, where things are at now. I think realizing that there's a kind of a path to everything like this. It's um, I'm sure the same things happen with you know if you take people who are 18, 17, 18 now, and whatever they're going through in their lives, they'll find escape in music, and there will be certain songs. And it's probably not techno, but it could be that yeah. they always have as a classic because yeah. everyone everyone is in a kind of the same situation at one given time, and yeah. maybe, maybe you know. And this is this is how it rolls on, isn't it? The, the revolutions don't always come about like you know, like house and techno, but there there will always be them. It will always happen because because well, just t- the cycle of life. This is this is interesting. Mm-hmm. The only the only thing that I I'm um, worried, not really worried about, but I think is uh, kind of breaking that cycle is that um, our kids are listening to electronic music, which is sort of has its roots in house and techno as well. And you know, you know, at the time, That's a good thing. Started, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you really want to listen to the music your parents grew up with? You know, I mean, with for for in the early late eighties, early nineties, it was really something that was so far removed from whatever was mainstream mm. back then. You know, or when, yeah. what our parents were listening to. Yeah. And and now it's I don't think I don't see that revolution. But I talk to young people and my kids with about that as well. And and. Um, they say, well, yeah, there's just no, um, no, not such a big uh, turn in in music these days. But I always say that, well, your revolution or your childhood massive change would have been, you know, MSN or um, you know the the arrival of of the sort of internet communication and online gaming and stuff like that. You know, that that is something which yeah. is an in, entirely new phenomenon which has never been. Um, available to us, you know, or yeah, but it's not a social. It's not Joachim, It's not a social thing, and and that is that, that's highly controlled by the, by the government. Like in the US, the government actually owns 
like a, a couple of massive radio stations and and there's a there's a massive influence on what can actually break through and, and you can clearly see that they're kind of holding back on anything that could be too revolutionary on because the radio, yes. of the of the of, of, of the the type of control you know and that i think and and what luke's mm. saying it's really interesting when i when i was in high school and i like i remember that it was weird if you're a houser, as they say it in Dutch, it's weird. It's weird. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're either a rocker, you go to a bar, or you're listening to the top 40, or you're a houser. And it's like, oh, that's stupid weird, music right? kind of thing. <laughs> but that is, that, 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 that like, like punk was a movement, and, and new romantics, yeah. and new wave, and, and grunge, and later R&B became really big, like house house in general like as an umbrella for any any type of um, uh, techno or whatever yeah. it was it was a move it was a social thing as well like it, it connected people and stood for something yeah. and and now you can clearly see what it gets picked to be played on the radio it's very controlled like it's very boxed People don't yeah, get a chance then, to break out, to you know? Is, but, yeah, yeah but, 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 yeah. but the internet, see, and what we were talking about also <laughs> technology is now with, with an internet, with the internet, and here we are <laughs> uh, communicating, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of new ways to communicate on the internet, and young people are finding and innovating new ways, and we're talking about what makes a classic. There's young I people think, that are in their yeah. own chat methods that are developing new ideas and potentially new forms of music that may have been inspired by this in ways that we don't even fully understand yet. Absolutely. That is yeah. their revolution. That's true, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. It or, and we understand it or and yeah. Well, well that's, just, or that's the thing. That's, that's why I said, <laughs> yeah. that's why I said, you know, I mean, you, you can, you can, uh, just focus on the, on the change in, in music. But, um, I think the real, the real revolution has been, um, you know the availability of finding any niche in any any subculture and any sort of strange music culture or I don't know gaming culture or any f- crazy hobby. Um, you know, basically just instantly if you look for it on the internet. You know, that's something that's really powerful, and and that is something uh, I meant when I said uh, I didn't agree with with Steffi about the, you know the radio blah blah blah, but. Mm. This is this is the powerful thing. You can and it, and it is a social thing too. You know, it's very much finding your own peers, your own group, and finding your own. Um, uh, yeah, but but Jochen, you're saying like, like a, But you're saying like who <laughs> listens to the radio? But I just had my 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 niece here who's 17, and and they these kids they do listen to the radio. Like I think a a batch of kids they they dive deeper and they start to stroll and and mm-hmm. pick up massive amounts of crazy music but there's a majority that we don't see so much because it's but radio, out of our like actual radio like fm radio oh my god yeah totally <laughs> okay. they just like i mean sorry if, if if desposito or what's the name of that track is the best uh, most viewed track on youtube that says a lot like and that's not yeah. something that we play in the club and that is what dominates the charts and all the mm. sound and so so mm. i think i, I I mean, I, I love your optimism, uh, Joachim, in like people don't listen to the radio, but if you see what, what actually gets the most airplay on YouTube and in and actually on the radio. Yeah, but I think the power there is that is, the, yeah, I think, well, that you, you're, you're saying what it is because that's the, the reason why they, they found out about it is not the radio, but it's the internet, you know, it's the, it's YouTube. 
I was also going to add, if I may, that, I mean, isn't that how it's always been, though? There's always been a lot of people that have readily picked up what's in front of them, but there's people that go and see yeah, of course. Are, are yeah. The classics. To, look, yeah. to look deeper and find the classics or whatever. <laughs> and they're going to talk to other like-minded friends or be yeah. introduced to something through some different channel, go seek it out. I mean, for me, you know, I had to seek out the, the house probably in a people, record store, but they can people could still seek things out. It's just the channels might be a little different, but the, the mentality or the, the different mentality of digging for something versus just kind of saying, okay, I guess this is all there is that I see in front of my face. I, I think that might have always been that way. And it's just Yeah, I, channels. I think so too. I think there are people that are on purposely, you know, on purpose uh, choose to listen to FM radio because they want to discover different stuff instead of going to the usual channels like YouTube and, and, and whatnot. Well, you know, in the end, you know? it's, it's like um, um, identifying with, with a genre or identifying with a group of people who like mm -hmm. a certain type of music is part of your identity, you know, yeah. and, and yes. um, you can treat sure. it in, in different ways. You can, you can want to belong to a, to a certain group, but you can also say, okay, I'm, when it becomes too popular... I'm out and I'm going to find my own thing, you know, that's, that's, yeah. it, 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 it's a very layered. That's, and, that's a natural progression. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a natural progression. But, you know, in, in, in the UK, uh, you know, stations like radio six music are actually playing quite a, a real diverse mixture of music. And there's, that didn't really exist before. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, you know, I get, I always think it's like uh, something that came after John Peel mm. and was kind of adopted as a kind of uh, yeah. an idea amongst our dentists. And, you know, um, Mary Ann Hobbs, for example, does play techno records. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, but not constantly, you know, she makes them up with lots of different things. And I think that's really great. And yeah. it's it's kind of, now, you know, I might listen to that. Is is my daughter going to listen to that? Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's another question. I don't know. But it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, um, yeah, you know, FM radio is still, is still going. It's just, the, there's, there's just so many, there's so many stations anyway, isn't there, of FM radio now or, or yeah. DAB or whatever, you, you know, on, on the net. But I don't, I don't think, um, you know, really, I'm, I'm personally, I'm just thankful to have been around when I've been around and experienced something culturally and revolutionary that happened in my lifetime to be yeah, part absolutely. of it. Yeah, absolutely. And connecting to what um, what John said earlier yeah. that we're talking about what happened then, but we have no idea what the revolution for no. the kids nowadays is. So the revolution will not be televised. What classics yeah, are made yeah, today? Totally. Yeah. Like what yeah. classics are made today, we'll know in 10 years if there's a made, there are any classics made. Or yeah. 20 years. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. we'll be talking about, you know, whatever track we don't really know just now as a classic, perhaps. Who knows? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Steve, yeah. what, 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 were, what were the sources for you when you, got, when you found your music back in oh, the day? Yeah. It was in the early 80s, Pirate Radio in the weekends. Because yeah. they were playing exactly how some of these uh, different stuff than the normal stuff that you would get presented. Yeah. Radio. And there was mm. less radio stations back in the days as well. So there was already few choice, but 
the choice we had was very diverse. Like Steffi said, and you had reggae, you had ska, and there's now it's very limited. And how she said, boxed as well. That's also how I see it. There's hardly any diverse diversity left within what you get presented in charts music, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We grew up with, with anything from rock to punk to new waves yeah. to reggae to ska. And I really, like Luke said, I loved that period that I experienced it back in the days. Yeah. yeah. And that, uh, it, to me, it seems that, that that really disappeared, this big diversity, but was presented to the bigger crowd. Yeah. Now, you indeed really have to dig, dig in. And even for me, it's hard to keep up with. What's what's around? Because there's so much, so much going out, coming out. Yeah, and and I, I do miss a lot of things still. I mean, I can daily hear a friend of or someone saying, "Oh, have you heard this?" And then I check it out. It's like wow. And if he wouldn't have said it, I wouldn't have come across it. Yeah. Well, back in the days, you, somehow because there was just less on offer, you would always come across certain things. And it's yeah. hard. You, you can't keep up now. But now you have Radio Garden. That's a, that's and I a really good thing, like though. it. Yeah. Radio Garden is cool. Radio Garden? Never yeah. Heard of. Okay, that's uh, if you can you can check it out and just you can get any radio station on the world uh, when on the moment is in the air. And it is super nice, you know, you can go to sometimes I have a sort of kind of reference or uh, whatever, you know. But sometimes you have like also like really good stations you just what did I say? Sometimes I go for drum and bass and stuff like this still, you know, like and then I always come out somewhere and there is somewhere in England there is a sort of kind of radio station that will do it. And that and that will go for anything what you can want what you want to listen on this world. Because most of the time they uh, turn records out of their sort kind of niche thing, you know. So sometimes mm-hmm. you can find nice sta- stations now. So that's the benefit of, let's say, internet. So, so what, what is it? Is it like a world map or something? And yeah, it's a world map. Yeah, yeah, it's a world map, and you can zoom in and yeah. zoom out, and then you it's can like find globe, many, right? many, yeah, many, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. But let's say from the from the early days, it was like uh, I had uh, one program I was always listening to. I think you, Jochen, knows it as well, maybe too, from the VPRO. And these guys were uh, turning from the most obscure sort of kind of I don't know punky rock stuff, let's say, until uh, the the newest hip hop stuff, uh, whatever. So what's it on Wednesday night? Yeah. Yeah, I know the program. I forgot the name, but I know I listen to it as well. Yeah, and these guys were taking from any sort of kind of what they say genre. They, and it was all good. It and was, it was all, good. Good. Yeah. all good. That's where I heard for the first time Scooby D the whole thing. Mm. So mm-hmm. that was their eighties. I think I think what it comes down to is that uh, radio stations or uh, certain radio DJs would be your trusted curator. And um, they would pre-select stuff for you and, um, you know, give you a kind of like a a summary of what was going on. And the same is true for being in record shops. You know, if you would go to uh, actual record shops buying vinyl on like the Friday, Friday afternoon, um, meeting your kind of fellow uh, music enthusiasts or DJs who were going to, you know, buy the records for the weekend, they would pre-select a stash for 
for for regular visitors you know and mm-hmm. and you would get like 20 or 30 records to go through hey we've we've you know selected these for you that might be up your street have a check you know and then yeah. you would take, take five or ten i don't know and then um that's also a form of curation and i think that's something that hasn't far been made into like an equivalent on the internet because it's hasn't it's it just though? all well i mean people have attempted you know you've and you've got all you know you've got like playlists or um, algorithms or top tens or you know recommendations but uh, not with the same authority because you would mm. you know they would they mm. would they are more random you know there would not be from your sort of trusted uh, curator wow. i think that that helped a lot no, i but think you can be your well, own we are in a very right? it's, it's a massive consumption society in general Oh, like yeah. what we're facing now. Like back in the day, if you buy a television, it would last 25 years. And now you have to yeah, replace yeah. your flat screen in three years. Like, and it's built, it's built to last only for three years. So the whole principle of being a curator back in the day is exactly what you're saying, Jochen. When we were, I, I mostly did my record shopping in, uh, in Eindhoven with, with Robop, which was an amazing, amazing guy to have in the store. Like so much music that he would push my hands. Yeah. That you know made me think, or, or when in the early days when I was at Clone, they would go like, "Are you sure that you're not taking that record?" And I would go like, "What do you mean? Like, well, if you don't take it, you haven't you haven't really understood what was going on, kind of thing." You know that attitude. It's a whole different thing now. Then and 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 I think that's what what Luke said also. Like the the the, the importance of a social movement is not so much that we have to revive a punk movement or whatever but mm. like it, it me personally i need some people to kick some ass and to push the boundaries and to see that like that like there's there's a collective collectiveness is that how you say it in english i don't i'm not sure like a, like people do things as a collective to um to stand for something and i think that's kind of going missing in the in the massive pile of everything is availableness you know, like whether it's music or a sneaker on the internet, like there's no niche for for a, a sort of like a social movement. And back in the day, it would be hand in hand with music. Like reggae was a very, very like like a very political thing as well. You know, like yeah, and, and but, uh, it's harder for music and culture to remain site specific anymore because of the internet. No, exactly. Exactly. You can't. There's, and there's no time for any kind of culture to germinate in one group of people in one place because it's too it's fast. Online and it's, it's too fast. Yeah, and it hasn't had a chance to bubble up and define itself on, on, a, on a kind of immediate level. No, but, this was out. And, and but you know so what I mean. Sometimes it's sometimes it's about missing that like edginess on it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like ah, that like me, that like some something's shaking up the world a little bit more than like oh look at the new next big thing. And you don't have to even have a certain level of quality anymore to be able to just be an average person that like makes a fantastic living out of being a DJ or a producer. But and that's it, kind of, and that's okay because that's like a yin yang thing, you know. It's a black side and there's a white side, and in the black part there's a white dot. And I do get that completely. It took me a while because I used to be very like pushy about it. But what I'm trying to say is like I kind of miss that bite every once in a while where we go like ah, and then you go like woo, that like you get mesmerized by something that pops up or a person that pops up or a band, or you go like oh my god, like I need to sit down for this. 
Yeah. You know, and it's the same mm. time when I heard Yazoo or something, I was like, whoa, okay. Or, or when I listened to New Beat mm. when that came out, like it was like 14, I was like, okay, what yeah. the hell is going <laughs> on here? But you know what, that like, kind of like wow effect is also because we heard a lot, but it's also visible in society, which I think... Yeah, but there's no harm in dreaming that there might be whole. Maybe that's your daughter, look, because she was brilliant behind the piano. So let's pray. She's got the oh, vi- vibe in her. So <laughs> what has been yeah. done already? But you know, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm, I, I want, I want people to, like, like I, I I'm going to shut up in a minute. But I want to say one thing. Like I was, li- I was I'm going to vote at- for you. I'm voting for you, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I was listening to, I was listening to some interviews with Annie Lennox, and I'm a massive um, Eurythmics fan. And the stuff that she has done, like in a car- yeah. in her career, you can put her on the stand and tell me one thing that you go like, "Oh, Emmy, that's where you were a little bit like off," kind of thing. <laughs> where like it's a consistency of somebody that brings the shit to the table. Where you go like, "Woman, I don't know if I want to be you or stand next to you or work with you or make a beat for you." But I see if these people pass away. Who's going to replace not yeah. only the musical talent, but also this whole energetic movement that gives you the wow kind yeah, of vibe? But, you know yeah, what I mean? Okay, but in the eighties there, there were more. Uh, okay, in the eighties and nineties there were more like engagement in the music. So that means that it was a, it was going with a political statement or whatever, what you know, like or a political movement or just a thought. And now, what I found out about house, okay, house was the most powerful things I ever heard in my life when I heard it for the first time. Chicago record, whatever. But what I mm-hmm. immediately heard and I felt it was. There is no engagement in, in, in house music. It's just all about party and how you're feeling and blah, blah, blah. And that went on. And now you see the last coming uh, about eight years now, ten years. You see some coming, some engagement also with the younger kids coming. Because basically they were just, like say, in the 90s or in just the early 2000s, they were just only consuming music. And for the rest, there was nothing. There was no political engagement or engagement or whatever you know like and now it's coming yeah engagement mm. sorry and now and now it's coming back so that engagement means that you now have to do more than only make a nice song or you have to or, let's say or a nice uh, dancing track but let's say if you um now people become more consumers because what i heard like a lot of students in holland first they go to their uh, whatever they do and then they go on the end. That's the most important thing. They take all of them take something up, okay? And they go like in the club, <laughs> yeah. just getting their heads off. Point. That's all. It's also so, a way to discover music, though. It's a way to discover music, but it's in what you talking. What she what uh, was Ste- Steffi by talking about? Like, okay. Uh, I want to have something, but really rocks and would really have an edge. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> but to get back to Steffi's point, I mean, you said the, the wow moments, but I've had a lot of wow moments by, you know, finding random stuff on the internet. 
playing the algorithm. Yeah, but that's not you know, that's not the through. same as a as a person <laughs> with a legacy of forty yeah, years old. I think it's that is, the way that, yeah, uh, it's not the same. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm going all the way like this. It's not the same. Yeah, no, I know. No, no, true. True. I, I, I don't know. It might be the way of the youth <laughs> to discover <laughs> new stuff. Yeah, but then it's that they were we're on our way to alienation. I'm sorry, it has to be said. It has to be said. Steffi, Steffi, but we need some leading people. You know? Yeah, but imagine. imagine <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree with that, though. Imagine the oh, I, I, ima- imagine the leading people are the most corporate, right? If mm-hmm. the presence on the internet now, which wasn't there before, you couldn't do this before, not yeah. in the nineties. Yeah, it doesn't matter what age you are now. You can this. This is why a lot of early techno records, um, my early music. Um, many people's early music is being is still relevant now because people do discover it on the internet because yeah. it doesn't matter when you release the record there's no time limit on record i've discovered jazz records from the 60s that to me are, are, were made yesterday it doesn't they look they look the same as a released now i can download them and play them you know there's maybe the exposure on the internet is actually a good thing I'm not saying it's not a good thing, but because like, you, it, 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 it's there's there's no there's no age limits. You can find it if you want it. Say that again. You can find it's it if aging. you want it. You know, pe- there's no aging. You know, there's there's no. Um, no, it's a it's yeah. a massive uh, preserver for anything that gets stored, which is a beautiful thing. I mean, yeah. it's that whole yin yang thing, young thing again. You know, the black and the white, and, and and the white and the black, and all that kind of stuff. But like when it comes down to um, something being a classic or somebody being a classic, you can also be a person that's a classic, like classic person. You know, I think I think we maybe maybe it's it's the fact that the music, uh, the face of the music is not so relevant anymore, and which is also fine. I mean, anything that happens is, is hey, <laughs> anything that happens is fine. I'm just saying, like, I, I hope that we get a generation full of uh, Laurie Andersons and Annie Lennoxes and all these um, pioneers and, and uh, the young kids, but maybe, maybe they have a whole different brain by the time that I'm dead. You know, I'm going. I'm going to be ninety, so it's a quite a long ride still. But no, no, what, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, reboot myself. No, thank you. No, I think. But I, 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 I get, I get what you're saying. Around, that you discover things on the internet first, and then you discover the people behind it. Yes, I mean there sure are classic people and stuff, but you it's now like, discover the music or something first, and then find out who someone is, who's or the about the culture music. around it. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's an illusion that things on the, everything on the internet is accessible because it's not. There used to be gatekeepers, and there still are, but we don't know who they are. And they're usually corporations, people with a financial interest in what mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And they're they're not yeah. people who yeah. have an artistic taste, like even the A and R people back in the '60s, you know, or in the '80s, who A and R people who believed in Annie Lennox, like those people aren't who have good taste aren't the ones making the decisions anymore. It's clickbait. It's all this stuff. So it, I think there's also a false true. Yeah. thing is available because it's not. Yeah. But I think, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good that, point though, what you're saying. 
But I, on the other hand, you know, I mean, people are not stupid. Don't you think that that uh, authenticity can be faked? I mean, yes, uh, yes, I, yes. I, that's what's really going on. Are we going on into deep fake now? <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, yeah. I, 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 if, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I, I, um, if I listen to something, I can tell whether it's. Uh, authentic or it is just trying to be something which it is mm-hmm. not you know um mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh, so i think if you're in, if you're into authentic music or authentic ideas um and you you really want to to find the, these things um you can you know you um you i don't know it's for yeah i don't know it's it's um it's hard to tell a lie with music But then again, we started off with Malcolm McLaren, didn't we? Like, and I think I think the majority thinks it's Madonna, and it was Malcolm McLaren. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's an interesting one because it. it, it I mean, I'm not saying that like the superstardom thing is something that happened now. It was the '80s as well. I mean, sorry, but Tiffany didn't write her own music. You know, Tiffany was just <laughs> Tiffany. You know, Taylor Dane could actually sing, but you know, there's so many like. People yeah. on the cover of that were like, no, darling, it wasn't you, but thanks for coming. And you're definitely not going to get any money from your record. That's an old system that still, mm. you know, that was used in the 80s and, blah, 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 and still still going on with new I DJs, a, with, you know. Uh, that's nothing new, but I'm, you I know. Question, what is the, 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 the connection between Malcolm McLaren and Madonna? They were both deep in vogue, man. Yeah. As John demonstrated. Come on, John. Sure. Come on, John. Yeah, Commercial it. break. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so good at it. Look at him go. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. But let's say, yeah, man. I'm, Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the tendency also to vote for her. Yeah, like you. Yeah. <laughs> One, one thing. One thing is. Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> one thing is for sure. Some legs, some legs now. Not, no. <laughs> now something's coming. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, as you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, one, one thing is for sure. Both Malcolm McLaren and Madonna were really uh, are both really uh, really good marketeers. Yeah. And fan of yes. John Astor. Yeah. <laughs> They have nothing with John Lester, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean what Malcolm yeah, McLaren was doing in the eighties is is really just the Ray Early version. Yeah. Pistols was great. The, the big scandal. Yeah. 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 Together with uh, what's her name? Um, Vivian Westwood? Yeah, exactly. That, uh, Vivian Westwood yeah. and her yeah, they make the big scan. Yeah, I was And great. the interesting thing is that many people would go like Punk. If you ask a yeah. real a real punk guy, you go like, don't even, don't even, you know. That's that. That's that same. Yeah. It's the same type there, yeah. of. Yeah, it's the yeah. same type of stuff that happens now with like a new DJ having a million likes, and you go, who was that? Yeah, she played that. Oh, or he played that. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I, I, I've missed something. Oh, no, no, don't worry. It happened overnight type of thing. That's, of course, it's nothing, it's nothing new. It's nothing yeah. new as long as they don't get into politics. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Okay, take me away. I, I can go on. <laughs> I get shot. Thank God I didn't come. No, no, no. But connecting to what Luke said, though, 
um, uh, it's ageless now. You know, something yeah. can be on the internet for yeah. five or ten years, and then it can suddenly skyrocket. Yeah, and yeah. it can also be that you discover something on the internet that is a classic. I mean, I've discovered things like Philip Glass to, I don't know, random YouTube-related videos, for example, which mm. is, I mean, I, I think we can all agree that that's a legend, or at least yeah. a bunch, some of, classic a bunch stuff. Of, a bunch of kids learned And about I was like, the, who is this? Yeah, I mean, it's a bit annoying when the, you know, a 10-year-old comes up to you and says, oh, have you seen Quinder Squatsy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, about 40 years ago, man. But, you know, that's the great... Yeah, but that's... Was the guy like it was every time you know taking the same sort kind of chords for a day and know and when he changed from it from one tone then his whole family was like fucked up because daddy took another note for the for after my twenty four hours you know that I like the guy you know like on the beach with so I saw a lot of things from him but. Uh, this other minimalist it was for me the most, the biggest Steve hero. Reich or Terry yeah, Reich? Steve Reich. Steve Reich for me, yeah. But that's oh, I, love Steve Reich. I love yeah. Steve Yeah, me too. Steve yeah. Reich, yeah. On the, on the internet, I think I, one curiosity was how, uh, you know, a bunch of young people probably heard uh, Fleetwood Mac for the first time from some guy who escaped. Through that TikTok thing. TikTok yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Boom, went straight to number one again. Yeah, Ching -ching. Number one. How's that? Stevie Nicks has a new car. Why not? <laughs> oh, she's, she's another pioneer. You know, what are we going to do when she dies? I'm going to be really. And they upset. discovered her yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, wait, what? Yeah. Hey, Prince. I mean, you know, I mean, but it's oh. just, there's, there's, oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, he, he's, uh, you know, the, the people who people who were singularly unique like that also were multi-talented and also had the backing of and then famously fought against uh, big record companies and had that platform from which to perform. And that's that's something in terms of what we see now that has changed in terms of how music gets kind of promoted and just the the, the, the signal to noise ratio of just how much music is coming out across every you know every genre and all people producing. And, creating that uh you know something something can rise to the to the top uh but it's got to do so in, in different terms and different pathways than it ever had before so some could argue oh there'll never be someone like as talented as performer a or b or what have you but um they are they are out there and they're on their own they're on their own pathways and and they they will be heard and and it'll just might be through different channels so there are more channels now than there ever were. Yeah, that's a good thing. That is also true. Yeah, Colleen, what was your your first introduction to to music? When, <laughs> no, no, no. When 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 did you fall in love with uh, electronic music? Well, I actually being from like I was actually. My first intro to the same scene was like, uh, like many people in the US. Came, I was like a punk rocker, you know, and I really liked uh So basically, in like '94 was when I first went to the radio. And so everybody, you know, at, like you were saying, there's nothing before it that you mm -hmm. would it. You had to come from different places, from different musically, from different places, which I think is what made the the rave scene so exciting because 
everybody was coming from some other subculture because there wasn't a rave subculture to come from. So I was into like hardcore, like punk, not like um, <laughs> hardcore punk. So that was what I was really into. And then I became, you know, and again, that this music came along and the attitude, you know, in punk and a lot of other subcultures, it's a very nihilistic sort of view on things. So it was so amazing to find a culture that was like the opposite of some gloom and doom kind of subculture, which a lot of, a lot of them are, you know, goth or whatever. It has that kind of negative, like, you know, Oh, you know, woe is me. Oh, I'm a tortured soul. So I'm a teenager. <laughs> oh, a tortured sure, sure. <laughs> So then it was like, ah. so that's how I came into uh, techno. So, but I still really mostly listen to rock music. I have to admit and that's it inspires me the most. And instrument based, like, you know, like uh, things that sound very uh, human. And the kind of techno I like is I tend to like a lot of older stuff because, like we were talking about before, it sounds like human being. You hear like faults in it, you hear like you didn't mute the snare drum, like cut off the tail of the snare drum, like things like that. I love them so much. And just like the energy of like, yeah, fuck it. You know what I mean? Just everything. And just this like abandonment to whatever you're hearing. So yeah. that's what I love about, I love techno that is like that. And there are, you know, uh, I love that energy that you, that you hear through it. And yeah. uh, so, and, and interesting enough, Luke, my very first rave, it's not my first party, techno party, but my first rave was you, your first Planetary Assault Systems performance in New York. In the really? In the U.S., yes. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I, I feel honored. <laughs> I found the flyer. I went through this, these rape archives. There's, I wish I could find it. It's something on, like, a very old photo-sharing platform that I can't remember right now. But it's, where, where was it? I think it was 94. In, in in like a rave or a club was it? A rave. Ah, okay. It, it wow. Was not in New York City. It was like in maybe somewhere in Massachusetts, actually. Uh huh. Yeah, that's. I remember knocking around there a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Massachusetts? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So yeah. Like, was yeah. it good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> it got her into it. <laughs> so. yeah. Hey, uh, happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Is it today? No, no, no. It was a. Oh, happy birthday. Les Wednesday. Yeah. I think the sun went down in Portugal. Yeah, where's, yeah. where's Steffi? <laughs> <laughs> she's just she's being rebellious yeah <laughs> <laughs> she will be back with a with a crowd okay <laughs> people with uh, yeah torches and stuff no but you know it's interesting you say about music and um the kind of rough you know when when records you can hear not not the mistakes but the kind of um the of the moment yes. recording mm-hmm. of it you know yeah, I can totally relate to that. But it doesn't matter what genre it is, you know, whether it's dub or techno house, whatever. But just 
just when you can hear that that edit wasn't quite on or it's just sort of, it's just sort of there you know i it's just such a vibe you know captured in yeah. that moment of time you know it's not really it's 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 not a complete product there's 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 things not quite mathematically right well it's it's a human it's a human performing it's a human performing yeah yeah and i just love that in music you know yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it, it kind of does it for, when when things are packaged too nice and you know it's yeah. like there's there's nothing to get it, nothing it, it to get excitement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so yeah uh, it's, i've always found amazing it's that you know there's records that have been captured that could never be reproduced in that way again yeah just a moment in time just yeah. bang there it is gone mm. recorded yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's it's fantastic yeah. Yeah. Capturing a moment, yeah. There's Absolutely. nothing that, that can still be done. Like, so it's not. Like, yeah. Because I yeah. feel like <laughs> In fact, I've made it my mission the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I aspire to it. <laughs> it's a good. Yeah. It's a good thing to uh, keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah, because I hate to sound like oh, records in the '90s. You know how everybody's like oh, '90s, '90s, '90s techno. It's like this thing, and I get it because there was absolutely great techno in the '90s. But it's it's not a it's not a backwards looking thing that I'm talking. Mm. About. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that that urgency of the whole thing, mm-hmm. like you said. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's it still happens now in music, you know, outside yeah. of techno and any music, really, I guess. But yeah, it must be still out there. Yeah, I hope so. it is. It is still out there. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For yeah, sure. you just have to to be able to find it, you know, and. Um, um, I think the whole process is something you can choose to do or, um, I mean, there's always, there are always many moments um, during the production process where you can choose to, um, you know, to hide these little mistakes or to, uh, to cut them, you know, out of the, the end product or whatever, but you can or, also or to leave them in. Yeah. Or you to know, leave them in. If they're not uh, too, too bad, you know? Yeah. 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 To turn them up. <laughs> yeah, turn, turn bugs into features. I think that's yeah. that's a really important thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Uh, people, we have already been talking for two and a half hours. Yeah, um, I was about to. <laughs> I mean, you know, I could uh, sit here for another hour. I, you know, and and uh, talk to you guys, but uh, it's getting a bit long for people who are watching this or uh, hmm. i don't know what, a, what a, a lot of people watching though <laughs> yeah okay yeah, yeah okay anyone have some questions still yeah let's, let's, let's bring for the panel here you know let's uh, let's interact with the crowd okay about yeah. anything, here we go <laughs> you know uh, ask ask away you know yeah double the guest double the duration yeah why not uh, yeah okay why not, why not? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> great show thank you split okay. Right. okay then yeah, we're great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, birthday. nobody's <laughs> nobody's complaining. Yeah, exactly. As if you have to be somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I re- remember to use John's Vogin as the uh, advertising snippet. <laughs> yeah. John John's Vogin would be a, a cue point for me to know that I was doing doing a good job. Like last time I saw you Vogin, John, you were on the. 
in front of the window in Panorama, but I was like, John's up, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I can, I can let go. I can order a whiskey. I can let go because okay, he's up. Okay. Awesome. Good times. Yeah, totally. totally. Looking forward to more of those days. Yeah, don't come. We'll just have to hang in there. I knew you were going to throw that one in. <laughs> a standout track. Does anybody have a, um, a favorite track of the year? I I, I don't. So um, many, maybe I have many. Lots, no, you can only not... name one. I don't know. My highlight of the year was what? Yeah, well, my my highlight of the year was not uh, a track, but it was basically the whole uh, connection. Uh, with um, jamming with people here and uh, and doing the knob twiddlers. That's also uh, cheating, man. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a cheating. Track. Okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> no, but I mean that, that, that defined the year for me, to be honest. Yeah. 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 yeah, I can yeah. Imagine. Okay. True. No, not a, a track. I don't know what a track. A track. Uh, a track. You know, even if I had one, it, it'll be a different one when I think about it in an hour or <laughs> in a day. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a difficult one. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a difficult one in general. Any yeah, any time. That's a difficult one in any year. This year, where I think feel like, and as Jeffy mentioned, also you know, there's been more output because people are just hunkering down and making a lot of music, and there's been so much good stuff coming out this year. And I've tried to, the yeah, question comes rodents. So yeah, I'm, I'm easier to answer now. <laughs> so much good music this year. I'm trying to think of some things to throw out there. But. Come back to me, maybe if anybody else wants to go first. Um, <laughs> I've, I've come across a, a, a lot of really good ambient music, yeah, especially yeah. through okay. Bandcamp. They've discovered quite some. Oh, I wish I could remember the name, but especially there was, yeah. the, there, was a, there was a band that don't exist anymore. Back who did a lot of sessions back in the sort of two thousand. And uh, if you really. I, I, I'm not as into the ambient scene as some people are, but if you were into that particular kind of vibe, then you would know them. But I was, I think that's a good proof of the internet. I just kind of discovered them on Bandcamp, but found out what I was listening to was like 2000 and the band didn't even exist anymore. Okay. So it's like, oh, well, are you going to say what band it is or are you just kind of go like, no, I'd, I'd love to say, but I can't remember. <laughs> and, uh, I love the idea. I love the idea. But you kind of, kind of, yeah. Sorry, I'll, uh, I thought it was some eclectic yeah. build-up to something. I know it was a great build-up, but um, sorry, no, I can't. Fantastic. Yeah, well, they were from they were from they were from the states. Um, oh, them. Oh, that yeah, you know, wow. it's a small yeah, country. You know, it's, it's yeah, just around That's... the corner from uh, North Carolina. Doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. But overlapping's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? I'll look them up again. I'll get, I'll get the, I'll get the mess. I'll put it. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, um, can you yeah. be able to email that to me? I might have something in return. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so it's bartering now, is it? <laughs> send me an email. You send me a track. <laughs> well, I can't remember a track, but um, okay. Kind of connecting to what Jochem said. The, the Life Jams here, there was one album that we played a lot before and during the Sauter Soup dinners and stuff, during the the preparing for the live sets, which was the Parker album. I can't remember any single track, but the whole album oh, yeah. as a thing mm-hmm. was something that was played here a lot. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's the one that stands out to me, because it's both connected to the to Life Jams, but it's... Uh, 
But it was it was not Something. released. Not it was it wasn't released this year. It was last year. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. also yeah. cheating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it didn't have to be 2020. Nobody said it had to be released in 2020. It just said, what's your favorite? Ah, true. Oh, yes. oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Robin, do you have one for Steve? I have uh, not necessarily tracks or albums, but I have several uh, musical moments from the collaborations that I did that I found great. Some moments that uh, we had during our Easter set, for example, our for our live jam that we did in your studio, Jochem. But also, for example, some some moments uh, during the, the 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 eight and a half hour live jam, the Stay on Sounds number uh, Sound System number twenty. But also in Berlin, for example, when we were all playing together, and we I remember some really really great moments where at the gig in Elsa where things fell really nicely uh, together. And uh, yeah, that's, those are some of my favorites. That's good to hear, man. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, but, but also like, you know, the the thing in Berlin. I'll say something nice to you, back to you, because uh, you were really, <laughs> really great help getting this uh, Ninjam uh, thing uh, on its feet, you know, with uh, finding out how everything could be, um, routed and stuff so i think well, my, um, my pleasure yeah, yeah. It was no it fun, was uh, it made a lot of new things possible as well so yeah pretty cool uh well so something from this year kind of hmm? jumping well, on. my label was 20 this year which was exciting congratulations, congratulations. If, I, if, I, if i may be uh, uh so yeah. blunt to maybe be proud of 20 no, years of, 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 of course, it's uh, great to, uh, to be proud of, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, I released a compilation in, de in December, actually. <laughs> it nearly okay. didn't make 2020, although it was called 20 in 20, so it was quite risky. And uh, <laughs> like, it was very joyful to work with artists that have been since the very beginning with me, but also like inviting loads of new uh, people Mm. Um, also for the future releases and making connections with the younger generations was something I've been, you know, putting a lot of effort and time in, in the last six months and stumbled upon so many great artists. So, yeah, I found that very exciting and it really got me out of my comfort zone because I needed to really kind of do that, you know. And, um, yeah, to, to be able to put so much effort in my label, I found many new upcoming artists that need to see the daylight and I'm just very proud that I, some of them I can you know push push into that world and and you get so much back from it so that was I think that's a highlight for me really you're making them cool. classics <laughs> they're all classics for me definitely yeah no yeah no I'm, I'm really I'm really um, 100% into what I release otherwise I wouldn't do it and yeah. um it gives me a, it gives me a really fun, you know, twenty years to look back at, you know, and to see what what I've released, which wasn't massive amount, but like it's great to do and more to come. So that was that was my highlight. Yeah, that's great. Um, Steve, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, music-wise, I. Didn't discover much. I, I went to the old stuff, like like earlier uh, mentioned, Steve Reich and Terry Riley. I sort of discovered them this year because I was hearing those names a lot, and 
Mm. Decided to look them up. So I, I actually went backwards. Even classical music, I went into that direction uh, a bit more. This, uh, I barely heard any, let's say, new stuff uh, in, in that sense. And yeah, yeah, highlights. I mean, there, there was a few highlights, and, and the, the, yeah, the life we did together was definitely one of them because I discovered a new side of myself, which I, I mean, I was never into life, not at all. I was actually mm. always holding it back. My agent was always saying, Oh, you have to go live, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, No, not interested. Until the thing we did together, I was all of a sudden inspired to do it. Yeah. yeah, but it's, 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 it's one of the good things. I, to do. Absolutely. Yeah, I, but the thing is, uh, you know, I mean, you've have, you've never done it on the stage, but your your studio process is pretty much that, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's, it's it, it is what have you you've, what have, what you've been doing for all these years, you know. In, yeah. But instead of um, you know uh, choosing uh, like a moment afterwards that to make it your product, you basically reveal the whole thing the whole process how it's done and how, yeah. how how you move from scene to scene and stuff like that you know so it's interesting and like i said definitely on the fly i don't want to have it that i have to play my old stuff and and and, and prepare it and blah blah, blah. i just want to go on stage no, just, just improvise yeah exactly that, that was the, the charm of the whole thing that we all of a sudden end up in an say ambient offbeat kind of thing and you're like wow those were the moments that it was like wow what's happening you know get inspired by anything weird that's happening at the moment. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's what I, what I also said earlier, that, that those moments were definite highlights for me, that things fall together with people that yeah. you were jamming with. Like what I said in Berlin, we were like with five or six people jamming together, and then you had these moments that just came, came to life. And yeah, it's, it's, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, when 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 there's something that good that came out of the of the year is that that um, people like us, you know, uh, were jobless basically, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, found the time on on to go back to the things that we are uh, we are not able uh, capable of, of showing to a crowd very often, you know, um, like sort of more like improvisation type stuff, you know. I mean, we several of us are playing live and, and do that a lot, but. Um, it's it's in a way uh, still a rather controlled thing, you know. You you have some preparation beforehand, and you do. Within a certain frame, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you're not gonna go off into weird zones too too often, you know, unless you feel really really comfortable to a crowd that you know in an environment you trust. But um, you know, in in uh, in a studio with uh, only people watching on the stream, which you which you don't really see or feel that much as a being in a the crowd mm-hmm. you tend to be way more flexible and free to improvise and to you know to go to down into directions you would you would probably avoid <laughs> in, uh, it shouldn't be like this it should be on the dance floor as well in my opinion I, I totally agree Steve absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no of course no, yeah. no of course of course but uh, it, it wouldn't work in all environments I think it would it would be very good in a, in a club in a more intimate setting um, or maybe on a stage which which is um, uh, announced to be uh, such a thing, you know, like anything can happen, kind of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, but you have that name now. Yeah, yeah. If people would book store, they know anything could happen right now. Of course, would. I mean, but yeah. the, the, that's that's yeah. what already happens, you know. But mm. none of them have actually taken place, except for the German one, the one in Berlin. Yeah. Uh, there yeah. were a whole lot of uh, yeah. uh, of these things uh, uh, booked. Yeah, I definitely want to to take the whole thing on the road for sure. Uh, but um, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a whole side of uh, of you know, of a lot of artists that people are not familiar with, but they are definitely capable of doing so. But it's uh, somewhat, it's been somewhat hidden, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was going to also but then it's also a challenge for you to bring it, no? Ooh, and it's a you challenge for you. That, that, that's a great challenge for you to, uh, once the, the whole travel uh, thing starts again, that you can actually, um, uh, through the whole concept, present anybody joining into well the i mean it, yeah, it, that's it, could be, it could be done with with um uh, people uh near the location where you where this event takes place you know it doesn't always have to yeah. be one group that travels around with the whole circus but it can be the same thing same concept in in different uh, locations with uh, local uh, people basically yeah a cooler idea Yaka, because then you're like, bringing back a more local scene you know and yeah. yeah exactly and exactly the direction we need to go in especially right now <laughs> yeah let's uh, let's see let's wait and see what happens yeah, yeah. i'm okay. uh, i'm up for it <laughs> let's go <laughs> speed yeah. us on yeah. the on the road uh, tokyo <laughs> Next stop. I thought we settled on Greenland to find uh, yeah, Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah. Ooh. That'll be That's cool. That's great. Ooh. Atlantis. Yeah. Might be difficult yeah. with all the electronics. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll find a way. Right over the ocean. The van. Okay, so we we talked about our favorite tracks, our resolutions. Um, I think maybe uh, we should end with um, uh, stuff we want to uh, plug. Maybe something people should be aware of, the things that we've done this year, and and want to uh, um, you know make people aware of, like labels, records, remixes, uh, projects, upcoming things. Okay. Myself. Right. Let's let's go to the, the same uh, order as in the beginning. So, yeah. to my right, <laughs> still looking very nice in uh, in uh, lighting in, uh, in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a track coming out at, again. I have a track coming in a compilation that I can't really say right now. Uh, I'm working on recording new music, so I'm sure it'll find a home soon. But I'm trying to think of what else. Well, me and Mike, me and Rodhad just came out with our EP. That was, that was killer. That, that's a killer one, by the way. That was probably my highlight. Hmm. I love the process you guys have with creating the sleeve. This is very lovely. Oh, thank you. Really cool. It was really, like, uh, really fun, really fun. And that came about the collaboration about buying knock coolers. So that and our store jam, those were the, definitely the highlights. So everything came 
everything came out of knob twiddlers. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Did you meet yeah, should... Mike through knob twiddlers? What's that? Did you meet meet Mike through or like got talking to Mike no, through not Twitter actually? Each other, but he was mm. like with his new label, it's all collaborations, not not mm-hmm. not like forward, but uh, and he was he hadn't really we knew each other through John actually, mm-hmm. but he hadn't he was thinking about people to collaborate with and saw me on the show. Like, yeah. Nice, Perfect. cool. Nothing and everything is coming out. <laughs> Feels like that, right? Yeah, let's set on red. <laughs> so what about you, Luke? You have got anything you want to uh, make people aware of? Anything you've got coming up? Um, I, I do, because um, I just finished... Well, I didn't just finish it, but it's 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 due out soon. Which I did a remix for Ghostly in the US. Um, oh, nice! Heather Pearls, and it just came out really well. And it's just really it's quite a heartfelt remix, and uh, it's very long. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, that's that, that's that's the next one coming up, and it's, I'm just really really pleased with how. I probably wouldn't have done the remix in that kind of way if it wasn't for having the sort of situation we had. Um, so that's the next one coming up. Um, there's there's quite a bit coming out on the label next year. So I've been working on that a lot. And um, there's, there is music coming out next year from me, but uh, maybe a bit too early to announce some of it, but... Um, I did re, remix wise. It's been interesting because I did I did a remix for Scuba remix for. Um, that was also a very long one, or at least that was version. a long one as well. Yeah, yeah. plus a short one. And I've <laughs> just I've just done just finished a remix for a classical composer in Germany. Oh wow! Which was really interesting. So um, yeah, right, ele- electronic but kind of classical, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so that was that was different. And I kind of really got I really got into like remixing stuff that wasn't, you know, a straight techno remix. Something a bit different because you could, because you can. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's coming up, and then next year, you know, the fruits of labour <laughs> should should be out. So yeah, that's what's coming up. Awesome. I, I, this year's been busy. I mean, I know, you know, I haven't actually had to travel anywhere, but I was quite amazed how busy it is you can be just, mm. totally. you know, without it. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. It keeps good. you sane, though. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Steph, you've got anything you want to um, plug? Yeah, actually, I do. It's it's. I've been waiting three and a half hours to tell you this. Um, (laughs) If Luke gets my carpet on time, it's all depending on that. Actually, right now. So, Luke, my life is in your hand. My musical life is in your hand. (laughs) um, Yeah, babe. We um, we moved 
uh, indefinite to Portugal, also my studio and uh, Virginia's studio. So we're merging two studios into one and we found this amazing um, little building for it opposite where we live, the other side of the valley. And that's going to be, um, it's going to be a create, like more like a creative hub also to, um, to, to give something back to the Portuguese scene because uh, electronic music definitely needs a, a big push in Portugal. And I think um, one of my uh, lessons that I've learned from many people in the music industry is if you um, move to another country, you don't just take, but you try to give something back. So we have, uh, we have set up a couple of really interesting concepts for people to come and work here and um, also trying to see if we can um, build a platform for producers in Portugal that need help and connect them to the international scene a little bit more than what's happening now, which is a big task. It almost feels like I'm applying for a job at a bank that I am not, I, and I haven't even done my own taxes kind of thing, but it's, it's, I, I'm really excited about it because it brings me back to zero and have to kind of like put all my effort in to, it and, to build. and yeah, yeah, really build, really build yeah. and, and bump into to, to situations where people are asking like, so what's your financial plan and what's your this? And what I'm like, okay, hold on. But yeah. I, I have, uh, <laughs> I'm part of a group of four women that are doing this with me, uh, two, three women that are doing this with me. And, um, yeah, it's not that we're going to find something that hasn't been done before, but we're going to definitely, we've got the opportunity to do it because we found this amazing building. And, yeah, as some of the people that know me know that I've got, have got quite a big studio for it as well. And it's a beautiful place. It's connected to a national park. It has loads of um, great options to um eat local organic food here we're close to the sea so it's more like it's not so much like okay i'm coming to work here and but you can you can connect yourself in many ways as you like and so, so it's also an invitation for people that want to come and collaborate but also we definitely want to reach out to people that need a push so it's going to be a bit of a mixture of uh, a few ingredients so um, we're actually renovating because it needed a little bit of a touch up. Waiting for my carpet looks on that, so that's good. Oh. And <laughs> new windows and stuff. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's a massive jump into a big cold o ocean. But let's see, why not? I mean, it's it sounds amazing. Good. Yeah, yeah good that's, a, that's quite inspiring. Yeah. 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 Starting something new is always more interesting than, in, than keeping existing things uh, on its feet, I guess. Well, like, well when, when I first got the invitation, Jochen, from you to be in the, in the Not uh, Twiddler session, you said to me, like, oh, I can really feel the vibe. And that was, for me, that was very inspiring when you were all, like, straight away going, like, yeah, this sounds amazing. And I think, I think it's one, you know, it's a very... It's very uh, like positive stimulation that you're doing something and other people see the value in it and mm. go like, yeah, that's, that's amazing, you know, because yeah. I know it's going to be a lot of work, a lot of work. And it's, it's difficult for us to get financial support because Portugal's not such a big, um, um, wealthy country. So yeah, I don't know. It kind of, it's great. It, I need a lot of, um, positive energy to keep the train going, but you know, let's see. 
But once it's up and running, um, I'm up for this live thing, sync thing, and uh, mm. yeah, yeah, let's 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 do it. Let's, cool. let's roll. Absolutely. Promote the, yeah. the new place with it as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it sounds, course, like, yeah. it sounds like it a really with, valuable project. To, and to it goes without saying in. that anybody who's who's in the Not Thriller session is is very welcome to always come and have a look, or if you want to jam and jam and holiday or holiday or jam. Or, I mean, you you have all the key things in place, you know. Uh, Good food, nice climate, and a studio. Yeah, <laughs> and a fireplace. And we've got a fireplace. Oh, okay. Well. The roof there is all very... Hopefully, hopefully some carpet at some point. Some of it. Mr. Slater. That was my story. So. Must be a heavyweight. Um, here we go, Steph. Our friend Cedric is asking where See? you can donate to the project. Maybe you should set up a Patreon or something. Yeah, do a yeah. Patreon page. Yeah, yeah and it's just to, that's a great question. Actually. Look, look it out, yeah. actually, if you set up a Patreon page and document your progress, you know, you'll get you'll get uh, people. You give people a chance to follow your your steps into this new project. And yeah, that's a great if, idea. If they if they appreciate what you're doing, or they just like to see you succeed, they can just uh, give you. Um, they can just support. Yeah. Why not? It's a great. Yeah, why not? Set it up. Easy. Boom. More donations. Here we go. Here you step. Yeah. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> but it will be it will be visible uh, visible online uh, soon as as soon as now we I've only posted a picture of a dead snake that I found in, in on the entrance. Yeah, I saw this. But <laughs> <laughs> many more to come. But anyway, thanks for okay. letting me uh, have the moment. <laughs> Back to Steve now, I think. Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of cooking and nothing. Uh, not, a lot of remixes coming, but they keep uh, being postponed because of 2020, of course. So mm -hmm. Hard to say uh, dates. Uh, I'm trying to finish the albums um, on, 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 on Parallel 9, Steric Electronics, uh, Steric, Steve Ruffin. There's a lot of. More musical stuff coming, I guess, also because of 2020, and I just went a bit more back to to the old days and more chords and more melodies and things because that's what I've been feeling this year. It's harder for me to finish uh, dance floor stuff, uh, but actually, the only one that is coming out, and we've been thinking about it how many years by now? Two, three years, look. I think, and uh, a mode evolver EP that's coming probably somewhere in the coming year. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we've been, been talking about it for two years or something. Well, I'm, I'm really pleased because that track, I mean, what was it? I think we were in Belgium uh, or something. We uh, were playing a festival in Belgium. And I, Steve was playing. I just came, I said, what is that track, man? He goes, oh, yeah, I did that track. Never released it, so uh, yeah, that is coming out next year on the label. It's yeah, really I, think, I think that's also my awesome. first release since years by now because I was sort of stuck on traveling and remixing for other people. So it's also like, okay, finally a whole EP yeah. event for myself uh, coming. Someone's asking if there's also a new drag stuff coming out. It, it might because um, I've been, I'm, I'm just. It's not for me like like how Steffi said that I have this focus that I silence myself to work on an album or an EP. I just make stuff and whenever I feel, okay, 
I can collect these to have an EP, then that's becoming an EP, but I'm thinking about it. Even some Scorp stuff I have in, in mind because a lot of people have been asking me about it. Some some stuff might happen, but there's just no time signature to it yet. And I just let it flow whenever it comes and whatever comes first. Yeah, and uh, there's some a lot of requests for old stuff that, that I released early 90s and early 2000s that, that might have a repress or a re-release for the coming period. So that might be interesting for certain people as well that have been asking me a lot for certain tracks to be released. And some of them might be. Okay. Uh, You've always got these little slices hidden away in the cupboard, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I checked some old guts that I needed to find for, for releases that uh, people wanted to re-release and then in between you're listening and you get stuck with finding old stuff that was never released and that you even forgot yourself so. and you have a whole bunch of steric electronic tracks that I've never seen been seen released that I once had on a CD yeah I remember actually yeah. one got remembered uh, got released now on a Christian yeah. electro uh, yeah, when he asked. but there are at least six or something of them. Yeah, uh, I remember. Still we should talk. <laughs> Get your hustle up. We be talking. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so up to Robin. Okay then. Well, uh, I just had two remixes out uh, for a Portuguese artist. A thousand details. Uh, a friend of mine. Uh, I had one remix out uh, for an Italian friend, MTD. I just signed a new EP uh, on a label, uh, which I'll uh, announce when it's when I know the release date. Uh, I'm also working on a lot of uh, well. Dance for techno uh, music. That's just have been going on all the time, and I'm slowly working on an album. But an album, I want uh, an album to tell a bit of a story. So that's a bit of a, a slow cooking uh, process. So I'm not gonna hurry on on that one in any way. So that's uh, no, yeah, no dance mm-hmm. floor oriented. I don't know yet. Some of it can be. Some of it. Can cannot be. I, I still need to see a bit where in which direction it's going to go. But I, I'd, I'd like an album to to tell a bit of a story and not just put uh, like ten or twelve tracks just like that on it. So that's why I'm uh, yeah I'm, I'm really taking my time with that. Awesome. Yeah. You let it but you had something no yeah, already. Exactly. When Sorry? I spoke to you, when I saw you in Berlin, you said you already started no with the whole yeah I started on it. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. This is, nice. uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, at the moment it's kind of a slow cooking process. I need to yeah. have my idea, you know, take take shape a bit more. And once I, I have a more clear idea of what I want to do, then uh, I'll, I'll go uh, all in. Cool. Yeah. Sounds so, great. Yeah. So, should I ask Fritz and Sander what's coming up for you? <laughs> I I will steal your plug if you ask me. To be <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably some uh, store uh, records, I think. Okay. <laughs> and well, whatever. 
But sometimes I also like, uh, sometimes I have the time to uh, put something here on the table and who knows, uh, then now I will bring it out one day. Yeah. So, it's okay. Mm. Yeah, that's easy here for me. So um, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it should make should take more time to uh, to jam in just yeah, fun in house in house uh, yeah. inside joke kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but what's, uh, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Do I? Right. Yeah, yeah. Do I steal your plug? <laughs> I would just say, um, you know, we've been doing this podcast like the entire year, Jochem and I did, and mm. a lot of other things and gems. So check out the Patreon page we set up. If you want to support this project so we can keep doing it in 2021 yeah that's pretty much all i want to plug <laughs> to okay <laughs> and i also want to thank everyone that's been watching and supporting this entire year to be honest absolutely because yeah. there's been so yeah. many people that have you know sent kind messages and been participating and meant a lot kept us going so that's cool yeah it's the same for me yeah awesome. thank you absolutely Cool. Let's head to the man with the moves. On man with the moves. Man with the moves. Well, yeah. well, well, uh, no, well, thank you. Um, as, as, for, as for me, I mean, this past year, incidentally, um, playing live with the, the store crew was certainly highlights. And uh, that was my first time performing live in front of an audience. Uh, okay, okay, ever. cool. So with a saxophone it, well, as well. As well, yeah. Well, actually, I should say it was my first time performing live techno. I've been in a yeah, yeah, noise no. band and I played uh, saxophone and bass and clarinet a long time ago before audiences, but first time performing kind of live as a, as a techno performance in front of an audience with gear, and it was a lot of fun. And thank you all for including me in that. Colleen and I also actually technically played my first, maybe my first live set then ever in front of a, a, a online audience for a stream that we did, huh? In front of a camera. In front of a camera, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was that was that was definitely fun too. And um, I released my first part one of my first album this year. That was a highlight, and it was great to see that come out. Uh, and so, as it may allude to naturally, that was part one, so stay tuned. Um, and I had a remix out also of uh, Eddie Hale on Odd Even, which is, the vinyl is hitting shops now, actually. There's a little delay, okay. but uh, that's out there now. And yeah, looking forward to, uh, to what comes next. I'm working on new stuff all the time and uh, happy to keep going. And uh, again, also, I actually have to say thanks to. Thanks again to the store crew for this podcast this year, which was a wonderful thing to tune in and connect with all of you here tonight and, and have a conversation. And also the other podcasts throughout the year were all, a lot of uh, knowledge sharing and stories and anecdotes. And it was really, really nice. So that was also something that was very special about this year. So thanks. Awesome. Well, thanks for the nice words. Yep. I mean, this has been our... our Wednesday nights are then our night at the pub, you know, just chatting to people <laughs> and uh, no, seriously, kind without of, yeah. uh, without the drinking usually, but it's um, uh, it's been just really nice to uh, to connect with people um, and uh, and just have a chat with um, inspiring like-minded people. Uh, stay in touch like this. It was very awesome. So thank you all for yeah, participating. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, then I guess um, yeah. Let's say Are thanks you not to the. Are you plugging anything? Well, <laughs> you, you had a release today. 
this has been one three-hour-long three plug for, for our project. <laughs> <laughs> Talking just from, about, about what we do for the whole podcast, I guess. But you had anyway. a remix out today, Jochen. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, I did a remix for, for our friend uh, Sergio from uh, 30 Drop. 30 Drop Record. And uh, I did a, he asked me, he was on the show and he asked me to do a remix. And um, one of the good things about this year was that I could finally say yes to a request like this because uh, normally it's like, uh, I don't have time to fit it in. But um, it was a very spontaneous thing and uh, it was a really great guy to work with. Uh, it's out on uh, 30 Drop on his, look on the 30 Drop band, band camp. Um, it's a 10 inch vinyl, uh, pretty cool. So if you're um, if you want to check that out, um, I suggest um, you go there, and uh, I encourage you to to have a listen. Uh, Sergio deserves it. He's a really good guy. I've been playing his music for for ages, and a very talented uh, producer. Um, so shout out to Sergio. Um, yeah, I guess that's the that's it for today, people. Okay. Thanks yeah. again for joining in, and. Uh, we had a really good time thanks for the audience too for tuning in and uh, i hope everybody has a wonderful uh, new year's eve and a great 2021 absolutely absolutely